bag work a bottom apartment five B B B B You're now tuned into the Apartment 5B podcast, where we chop it up about hip-hop, R&B, sports, love and life. Hosted by Kill. 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 What's good, what's good, what's good? You are tuned to Apartment 5B Podcast, hosted by your man Kill. I got my squad with me in effect today. Before we go to ladies first, y'all see what I'm repping. V, the lone closer, Yay, apparel, right now. My man, Burns, you know, bless me with this when he, him and his family came out to my teen center in Southeast. So, yeah, I mean, again, as always, looking for a crib in the ATL, Georgia, the round, surrounding areas. That's who you need to get with, get with the apparel too. Porsche, what's going on, Miss Ladies First? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. And so good right. to see everybody, honestly. No doubt, no doubt. Vernon the ATL, what's going on, good brother? Man, happy to be here. Looking for, forward to a fun show, man. Now tell me this. Are these are, are these for sale? Is this apartment five B scoops? Can people buy these? I haven't I just given them away right now, but um I mean at some point, yeah. <laughs> I, right. I, I can make right. sure, yeah. All right, you know me, man. I, I, I'm i like Puba right now, man. I, I let, Let's get the, the channel. Let's get it popping, man. Let's get, you know, let's get the hill figure with your bows. Trey Lee got some, some, some hot Howard stuff I saw today. Oh, oh, yeah, you saw them jackets, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 appreciate okay, that. Okay, Trey, well, let's go straight to you, my brother. Trey Lee, what's going on, good brother? Oh, man, all is well. Good to see y'all again, man. This, this, is, this is always... Like, like my man Vern said, an educational experience as well as, um, you know, just the, the, the jargon that flies around in these conversations <laughs> is just like, oh, you man, ain't never lie, like bro. Piece, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you ain't never lie. Because you know I still ain't posted the joint we just did. I'm going to post that Monday. <sighs> I'm so they, ain't even get, they ain't even got to that one yet. So you know, that's what, you know what about that one, though? Because I was looking at the... Um, I was looking at the piece with Fredro and uh and uh uh what you call it I got a problem with him. Uh, um, uh, uh Royce, Royce. Roy, yeah, Royce got a problem with Fredro, right? So, you know, it there's the from Onyx? Yeah, you, we'll, we'll talk about it, but yeah, it's like I'm I'm wondering I speak my, my truth and my honesty here. Is there gonna be somebody to get a hold of this footage and wanna have an issue with me? So but we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we gonna get into that, man, because it, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Eddie, what's going on, good brother? Hey, man, I'm good, man. You know, always looking forward to this every week. You know right. what I mean? This is uh, part of my therapy to all the madness. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And again, I can't say it enough. I appreciate the hell out of y'all. Y'all know me. Let's get right to it. I'm excited about this show because it could be a very short show. It could be a very long show. I have no idea what we're about to do right now. Y'all know me. I love to give credit where it's due, but I cannot remember... Who tweeted me the idea for the show? They tagged Ed. Eddie, do you remember who who it was? You know, I, I can't remember. Um, you know, I, I may need to go back and, and tag them, you know, once we post right. it. Um, right. but um, I, I can't remember well, who it was. But but they said something to the effect of, you know, um, when y'all are gonna do a show about, you know, all the nineties rappers who are still dropping, 
you know. And, right, right. Um, so what happened was I saw this tweet and I didn't understand it. So I got with Eddie and he broke it down. I was like, all right, that's cool. And then I kind of added a little twist to it. So what we're talking about is if you have them, whatever amount of MCs that you have, if you had to go into a courtroom and convince a judge that this MC should be allowed to keep rhyming, what would be the, it has to be an MC from the 90s first, and they have to have dropped the album from at least 2015 to 2020 that like this is your evidence that you're gonna show a judge on why this person should continue to keep rhyming or why this person should retire. And I know a lot of people, I catch flag all the time when I'm like, this person needs to retire, it's like kill, that's wag, it's hip hop, you should keep rhyming forever. Yeah, not me, that's not the way that I'm, I'm not cut from that claw. You know, I give JR props for saying this. I think we was talking about Guy or somebody in the R&B world. He was like, yo, they don't need to make an album, they just need to tour. And I was like, boom, that's it right there. Everybody doesn't need to make a new album. Uh, bro, we always talk about Frankie Beverly and Maze. I don't know the last time they dropped a new album, but whenever they tour, people want to go. So like I know boy. people don't want to admit that. And, and here's the thing, y'all, whether people realize it or not, some rappers retired themselves. When's the last time you heard a Kumo D album? A Run DMC <laughs> album? You know, it, it, it's no to them. I'm not, I'm not dissing them, but I'm just saying, Houdini, like, you know, there's just a time when, like, the bar has been raised so far, so whether it's, you know, a label doesn't want to sign you, whether it's you just don't have the love for it anymore, whether you just know yourself, my, my, my skills aren't on the same level anymore, you know, so I don't want to come out. So that's what this show is going to be about. One of the examples I wanted to give is even a situation like with LL's I Shot You, you know what I mean? LL dropped in 84, 85. I shot you probably came out in 94, 95. So 10 years later, he's on a track with, you know, I think the infamous came out in 95. So we're talking about Prodigy, who's hot, Keith Murray, who's hot, Fat Joe, who's better than Flo Joe, hot, and, and, and Foxy's the first time. And LL, to me, held it down. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm talking about because people always say, well, kill, I'll listen to it. Yeah, niggas will listen to anything, but I mean, are you hyped for it? So, like, right. these are these MCs from the 90s that you got to get behind. And what are the three points and reasons why you would do it, get behind them? I'm going to set us off tonight for one of the few first times. I'm going to start with, and again, I say this all the time. I'm not saying this because he's here, but one of the MCs that is on my list is Trey Lee. The reason why I'm saying that is because the OG album, Many Faces, came out in 97. His newest album, Glory, that is a top five album of the year for me, and I truly believe that that's not budging. I feel like the top five I always talk about are kind of, you know, edged in stone. That's a 23-year difference. Yeah. I want folk to understand that. That means that there was a child who was born, and now this child could possibly be in grad school right now. My daughter. That's the amount of time that we have between many faces and Glory. Yeah. Um, and to me, the number one, one of the cases I would make is it's adult contemporary hip hop. Mm -hmm. um, people hear me say that all the time. People even ask me, did I make that up? I did not. First time I heard that was, I can't remember who it was either Do It All or Mr. Funky from Lords of the Underground. One of the two said it and they were talking about adult contemporary hip hop. And I was like, yo, that's ingenious. One. Trey, you know, we growing up in Philly, you had Power 99. That was yep. for the young folk. And you had WDAS, that was adult contemporary music. So while WDAS was playing Luther, Anita, Darday, Power 99 was playing Boys the Men, Joe to See, and Mary. And that just hit me like, yo, adult contemporary hip hop. Like, I'm not in college no more. I need hip hop that speaks to me. 
Um, the new album, Glory, speaks to me. Number two, the bars are still there. The reason why I say that and gave the example of LL being 10 years in the game, but also rhyming with his contemporaries who are brand new in the game. If folk haven't heard it, Trey has a song with RJ Payne mm. um, that's called mm. Take a Risk. Mm. That is crazy. And most people have RJ Payne as one of their top five lyricists right now in the game. You know, I've seen I've seen this all the time with people like RJ Payne is right there with, you know, Stone God, uh, Freddie Gibbs, Benny, all of them. So the fact that this man dropped the album 23 years ago and is, is on par to go on a track with RJ Payne is dope. And then three, my my um, last thing for the judge would be his love of the culture. And what I mean by his love for the culture is you're talking about Trey doing his remix contest for his uh, first single Sheesh where him and Young Guru were on IG Live for almost three, four hours critiquing every, you know, remix, not just saying oh, I didn't like it. It was like, oh, you know, I didn't like it, but it was this, it was that, or I did like it, it was this and that. And just the fact that you could get Young Guru, who's probably, you know, arguably the biggest hip hop engineer, you know, maybe even ever at this point, to critique it is crazy. And we're still doing a pop-up show with me and portion him where he's giving out free legal advice to artists. So like who else in the game is doing that? So to me, that would be my case on why Trey should still be allowed to keep rhyming. So that, that's that's my number one. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, good brother. Like I always tell people, it's not because Trey is here. If he couldn't make the night, I would still said his name and, and everything like that. And to be honest, I, I, I don't like to call people fans of the shows or followers of the show. Since it's Apartment 5B, I like to call people neighbors. You know what I mean? So if you've been a neighbor of Apartment yeah. 5B, because if you got a neighbor in an apartment building, they know how loud you play your music. They yeah, know yeah. what you do. You know, they know stuff. So you've been watching the show. You know I talk about Trey before many faces. The Tracy Lee I knew was L Rock from 92. Mm. So truth be told, you know many faces came out. If you went to Morgan with me or you listen to 889, then you've been on L Rock since 92, 93. So you really want to get into the mix of that. Um, and most of those songs that was on his demo ended up making it on the album, which again, I tell folk all the time, my demos, them shits didn't even need to be mixed. Fuck mastered and making it on an album. You know, my demos just need to disappear and never come back. So the fact that somebody's demo from 93 could still be released on something in 97 that says a lot so that's kind of example of what we're doing tonight so uh as as the as the court comes to order does anybody have a problem with trey lee being able to continue to make music no. any objections no because no, i think if you hadn't done it eddie was going to be a character witness uh, <laughs> <laughs> for Trey Lee, oh man, Eddie, yes sir, yeah, yeah. no, he, he was on my list as well for sure. Yeah, I know he it. was on my list as well, but yeah. I, I wasn't going to be I, as I would love to hear but, yeah. I would love to hear the other reasons. So, of course, what was, no, what was no, your I, three? I was just going to say, actually, you you had a lot of points, and I only picked like I had a, just a couple, and you nailed them. Okay. Um, one of my biggest ones was the. Um, ahead of its time that many faces was and then also the capture of time that glory is um mm. is just so astounding because um it, it takes a special kind of mc to be able to be ahead of the time when when they first drop and then be able to also kind of change it's sort of like a change in mind frame it feels like instead of trying to be innovative at that point it's like no 
like read the room let me capture what's going on now and glory did a fantastic job of doing that so for me and and absolutely um another one kill which you mentioned was lyrically there has not been a step missed um this is just top tier like elite level rapping and i'm um, i'm a giant fan of trey lee he knows it i think everybody who talks to me knows it i talk about trey in any i use him as examples and stories and references to everything so um so it's not just that he's here um but that's why i would i had um trey on my list as well so, yeah um so what i would add to that um because a lot of the things that kill and, and Portia said um would be my argument i would say re relevancy um re relevancy of the subject matter obviously of your dress and everything that's going on in 2020 in a way that not not many artists can do you know um obviously we're all going through it um an mc should be able to kind of tell that story but you know uh <laughs> many can try but i don't think as many can can do it um as detailed and the way you did it um but but also i would say the artistry um and if you have seen uh some of the uh behind the music with uh with trey lee and and i am oges or behind the beat or even um trey had a a live video that he did with eric roberson um that it was uh, uh behind the scenes uh from their song on on the album and you just see the whole creative process i mean you know mu musically um the artistry and and, and all that um you know the man he, he, he He's more than just an MC, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's got the vision, you know? It's, it's not just, all right, just give me the beat and let me rhyme over it. Like, he's involved in the whole process. All right, no doubt. Vern, you was about to say so, something? Yeah, so I was driving to the closing today, and I listened to Keep Your Hands Hell High. And I'll be honest, during that time in hip-hop, I wasn't really listening to hip-hop like that. So I'm late to the trailer game. So knowing that, and then I, I I know Trey to see that a lot of times a boxer coming out the ghetto, he hungry man. He 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 doing whatever to get out the ghetto, but then when he makes it, that hunger is gone. Trey's a, a attorney now, but he still got the hunger. Yeah. And and then the growth, bruh. I don't want to hear you talking about what you talked about, you know, in '97, '98. Now. But but then people use that as a crutch. Well, I'm talking about adult stuff, hey, bro. It still can't, it can't be whack just because it's, it's it's adult stuff. So he, he's managed to grow, <laughs> still be hungry, and still be dope. So yeah, hats off to you, bro. Thank you. And it's funny, but you said keep your hands high. I forgot that point. I always tell people, you know, to me, there's only two MCs who went bar for bar for big, and that's Jay and Trey, you know? And a lot of people get on me, they be like, come on, kid, what about meth on the what? To be honest with you, I always looked at the what like they was just rhyming together. Yeah. But I always felt like when Jay and Big got together, like there was a friendly competition going on. Yeah. Like there was yeah. some verbal, there was some slap boxing yeah. in the street yeah. with them two. Yeah. And I feel the same with yeah. Keep Your Hands High. I felt like there was some slap boxing going on. With meth, and, with meth and Big, I never felt the slap boxing vibe. I kind of just got the vibe of they just in the studio, somebody hit record and they just rhyme like, yo, say something. All right, I'm gonna spit something, you spit something. Like, yeah. nothing like that. Didn't, so, Big that re, didn't Big rewrite his verse for the what? No. Oh, he did. 
I heard about that. Yeah, because yeah, so was, I, uh, and, and I forgot like I said, who dropped I it. But, I forgot who dropped it, but uh, but there was a DJ um, who had dropped. Uh, it was like the original version of, of Ready to Die, like a few years back. That had like the different, different mixes. Version. Like some of the songs had the original samples, and it had the original version of the what. And and big verses were different. I think you know maybe one of his verses was the same, but like his first verse was totally different. And All I right. think All right. so. Like so I said, that's I, why I could there was competition because he heard meth and felt like, "All right, I need to come stronger than that." All right. Well, that's exactly what I did with my um, last eight <laughs> bars. But keep your hands high after he spit because you know he got personal. So and everybody knew who big was and Tim was and all this so he got personal with that aspect of what he was trying to convey and so that was something that like coming and I had to come after that that was something where I had something and I'm like I can't really do that after that particular because he was coming from my head just talking about the competition but your honor if I could speak on my my on my behalf <laughs> on, bro, you're, you're the lawyer a lawyer who has a I mean a person who has his own self as a lawyer I got a fool for what do you say a fool for a client or something like that yeah you ever heard that everybody has, has said here um I, I just want to give you guys context as to why you're saying the things that you're saying and i really appreciate it i really really do it's because i'm I, i'm a student i study you know what i'm saying i study everybody i've been studying since i was uh nine eight nine ten years old when i first fell in love with this music you know what I'm saying? When I first fell in love with the culture, not knowing that I am of the culture anyway. But that's why I gravitated towards the culture and, and been a student ever since and never stopped, you know, the, the thirst for knowledge. You know what I mean? Like this this game is, has changed over the years and, and, and we're paying homage to those that have been able to, since the time they have, have, have grabbed the microphone and, and put themselves out there for public consumption, that they've stayed true to what this is they they're all of these people that we're about to name tonight i guarantee you are students of the craft and they continue to study you know what i'm saying so so that's that just to give you know you got context that's exactly what my mind state is i'm forever learning i'm forever you know soaking up the knowledge i'm forever listening i'm forever doing all of the things that i did from the beginning so thank you i appreciate it no doubt no doubt dj raquan what's going on good brother Good man, it's good to see y'all faces, man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. All right, no hey, doubt. Man. Bird, who you got for your first one, man? Mr. Pharaoh Munch. Okay. That's one of mine. I had to stretch a little bit because the last album was 2014, but hell. It's okay. <laughs> Munch is like the hip hop Chardonnay. So, I mean, like, he dropped yeah. an album every 18 years. So, I mean, you got to give him a pass for a year. That's yeah, one of mine. Yeah, man. So, Hey, the three reasons why this bar level is, is nobody is better than him. Right. Not, that's not to say he's the best, but nobody's better than him. Yo, I say that, say, I, you know what? I say that about myself. I say, well, you may find people just as good, but you ain't nobody better. Right. Oh, um, yeah. Shoot. Oh, uh, man. I'm, I suck as an attorney, so uh, <laughs> the defense rests. 
Now, so here's another thing. Uh, anytime you've ever seen him on the mic with anybody else, bruh, y'all already know I love Fonte. Fonte is my favorite MC. But on We Go Off, <laughs> send a stranger to rearrange the Range Rover Kia Kia. <laughs> And return to forever. I am Chick Korea. I'll end a Chick's career. <laughs> yeah, and man. The craziest part is people didn't even catch that because nobody knows who the fuck Chick Korea is except for the right. beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they were like Chick Korea. Like what is that? Who is like they wouldn't even watch that? Yeah, man. That's so, crazy. You know what? I, I think one of the reasons why he's dope, and what, I, one of the reasons why I think most of the dope MCs are dope, is because he's well-rounded. Oh. I, I mean, I, I'll see. Pharaoh talking about he loved the Mets and things like that and um he doesn't just listen to one form of music and stuff so he's a well-rounded person so I guess that too I'm gonna I'm leave it at that all right well I know Trey you said you got launched too so yeah, I definitely got, got launched um and Vern touched on it man his use of vocabulary Ooh. see I'm a I'm a I'm a, a stickler for words like that's one of my like that's my that's part of my secret sauce. So the, the people that I'm fans of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, like Tay, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a stickler for vocabulary and using it the right way, not yeah. just you know on some Keith Murray stuff. You know, no yeah. disrespect to Keith, but you know he uses his words the methodological method. Like yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that, that's cool, but to be able to place a word that you could have easily used, you know, something elementary and, you know, kind of got off what you're trying to get off. But to use a particular word that means that same thing that I actually have to say, okay, I think I have an idea what that means. But let me go ahead and look this drawing up just to make sure you're using it in the right context and in the right way. And I think Farrell is one of the masters of that. You know what I mean? One of the masters and has been a master of that. You know what I mean? So, and we're talking about over a a 30 year span, you know, almost 30 year span. So to be able to rhyme at that level and be able to still use the kind of words that he uses in particular places and things like that and make it make sense within the scheme and in the rhyme flow, that's a a gift, man. That's a gift. No doubt, no doubt. Who else had Farrell? All right, Rack, what you got? Shit, man. Between the first album and now, it's like he hasn't, there's no steps lost, you know? Um, I remember the first time I heard, what was it, Who Stole My Piece of Chicken? Is that what it was called? Or Fudge Pudge? Fudge Pudge. I was, what, 12, 13? And I knew something was totally different about what I was listening to. Different. Like, it was completely different. Stress comes out. I'm, what, in high school. Something's different about that, because it's not what is out in 94. It's left, but it's left center. And then he drops Queens a couple years later. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I, I literally sat in front of the speaker and was like, <laughs> but I didn't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't get, you know how time hits people? It's almost like he he can, he's against time. Like, he, like he's a Benjamin Button, you know what I mean? He's going backwards. Yep. He's just getting better with age. And I realized that he's done an album a decade. <laughs> he's done an album a decade. So, Munch, man. And, and I don't think he get his just due. 
just well, because of that. I don't think it is just dude, man. That dude, that dude is that dude is a cyborg. He's a scientist. Well, he's he's the definition of a wordsmith, right? Like yeah. he is just so eloquent and articulate, and he does it by incorporating the artistry and craft that is rapping, and he does it brilliantly. Um, and like Rex said, like he just doesn't. He ages, but that skill set is like it's as if it's in his prime, and he just doesn't tire out. He's not he's not losing any steam as the years no. go by, as the decades pass. So um, there's something really like uh, Monch is on every one of my lists whenever we're talking about anything great to do with rappers. But um, I had to mention that like he is the epitome of a wordsmith, and, and, and he does it with. There are people that I find, you know, and I'm sure thought is on other people's list and it, 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 it'll, it'll come up. But Monch, I mean, Pearl Monch does it with a bit of animation to it. Right. Yeah. And entertainment value to it. Yeah. Not too much. Yes. Not Ron's animation, but certain inflections in the way he says certain things. You know what I mean? Like, he'll start, you know, give you a little... Uh, a melody, little, mm-hmm. little thing involved in, you know, and like intonations and mm-hmm. yeah, yes. just to accentuate certain feelings and things that he wants to pop. Yeah, yes. he, he's brilliant with it. So right. that's that's one of the reasons I love Queens because when he starts singing, why you got to listen to what he's saying. Word. You got to go back and be like, all right, what what did I miss? Because it's out the blue if you're not if you're not paying attention. So. Yeah, just man, real quick, intonation. I want to give a shout out to Salt and Pepper for this. They're not on my list. But if y'all remember, <laughs> y'all remember, uh, you know the way they go, um, how they how they just just ah, I mean just different ways of their voice, the intonation. Yep. Yep. That's a, that's that's part of artistry, part of hip hop that many people fail to fail to use. Yep. 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 Wow. Just getting the booth and just read yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. They just, yeah, the just do this right here. Just yeah. read off the paper. Yep. And you know they're not. You don't feel it. You know, yeah. there's no you, you, you got to know what you've written to do that. You can't That's read right. your shit off your phone mm-hmm. or paper mm-hmm. and come like that. You got to know it so where you can just be like, it was okay, yeah, okay go and just. It's, it's, it, all, it, it's, it's, all it's almost like a, your, your, your written script. Your yeah. written script and now yeah. based off of what how you've gotten inside of the track and what you've learned about the track how is it that i can bring not only myself out but bring the track out more you know what i'm saying so then you start discovering these certain ways to say certain things like you said the intonation like it's 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 a part of the craft you know what i mean that a lot of like you said wreck that you can easily tell when somebody's reading that joint off the phone there's no character involved. It's just straight words across the plate. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, the perfect right. example, this is kind of off topic, but quickly, the perfect example of this is um, RJ Payne's Leatherface 2. This is a absolute audio movie. It's, right. it's got everything. It's got absolutely right. everything that right. you don't even need to be, like you could, you have such a vivid image in your own mind right. that you, it might as well be an entire movie in front of on a TV in front of you. So RJ is one of those rappers who's just like also perfected that. He's able yeah. to able to do that really really well. So conceptually, and uh, I think uh, Ransom, right? That's his name. You know, with the yeah. with, with, with the album that he dropped this year, he he's done that. You know, the, the conceptual part of it. Yep. Uh, 
Yep. So that that's a true skill, you know. Yep, that's a skill. And if I can't uh, please, shameless plug, since we're talking about R.J. Payne, <laughs> yeah. out now, beautiful murder produced by yours truly. So it's not shameless. It's not shameless. It's not and not right, quick plug. I didn't bring him up, so the court will allow it. The court will allow it. Porsche, you said you said Leatherface too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. I, I wrote that down. Right, I'm, like, um, I'm not I'm not a horror movie person and that that album I was like what did I just watch like I was like why why did I just watch a scary movie but it was such a great experience and I think I talked about it on apartment 5b shortly after last I think it was like last year or, years ago or something but yeah Leatherface 2 all right, all right. I um I have much to what I brought up was organized confusion 91 PSD 2014 that's 23 if you go back that way. His first solo album is 99, Internal Affairs, so that's 15 years that way. To me, everybody said it, the bars have only gotten better. Two, I love his song concepts. You know what I mean? March has always had songs that dealt with gun violence. You know what I mean? From Straight Bullet off of Stress, he had Clap off of War, he had When the Guns Are Drawn off of Desire, he had Damage on PTSD. I wish I had the words in front of me. I'm gonna mess up these bars, but he said something like, you know, I will ring your doorbell like Avon before showing you all my scars. Hey, Trayvon, like, it's just everything like that. Like, he literally like going down the names of people who died. And it's just like how you said how he does it. Um, So I just love the fact that like, this wasn't like a one shot deal. Like, it wasn't like I'm talking about gun violence and that's it. Like, he finds a new way to do it every time. It's almost like, what EPMD was doing with James, but to me they right. got played out after a yeah. while. By the time we got to like yeah. James three, it was like, all right, cool, we're we're good. But you know, he feel obviously he feels adamant about it enough to have a, a song about gun violence almost on every album and mm-hmm. finding a different way to do it. Yep. That I would assume takes a lot to tell the same story different ways. That's pushing T with cocaine. <laughs> right, right. We're gonna talk about pushing T. Yeah. Um, and then trilogy, which to me is one of the dopest, yeah. you know, um, stories. Um, ever and um, then my third was just like we all said there's no slippage whatsoever like I mean he's arguably better than he was back then and not too many MCs can say that um, and not for nothing again this may be a small thing but it's extra for the court the cover art to me has always been amazing oh, like there's never there's never a black cover yeah. from Farrell Mons you know like in each one I I'd be like, oh, this is my favorite. Then I'm like, nah, I love this one. <laughs> I love the one with him with the with the yeah. tear gas on. So I mean, again, it's 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 concepts from the beginning to end. Uh, so that's Farrell Mach. That was Vern Porsche. Who do you got? Okay, well, I I had a short list anyways, and you we've already gone through two of them, so I'm left with Nas. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll add stuff while you guys are talking. Um, I got Nas, and I and. The reason I have Nas is because I really am in the camp that loved King's Disease. I think it was great um, all around. Overall, it was it was a very very strong album. And I think um, for me, the reason I said this, I, I said Nas is because Nas's discography is very up and down for me. He's got great joints and then very good ones, and then it like crashes down, and then it, it's back up again and it's down. It's like a very big slope. Um, throughout and I think King's Disease coming up from Nasir is again very very maybe it helped them um, you know like against that one 
I think it the production people complain about Nas's production. He partnered up with Hit Boy. It's it works. Um, it's fantastic throughout. Um, and I think that his quotables are still on point. Um, he still has the quotables. He still has that ability that he did way back in the '90s um, throughout his, the best albums that we liked. Um, and I think that he captured like he's also shown some growth. And I think that um, mm-hmm. specifically with with Ultra Black, it's one of my favorites. And I never listened to it as a single. I listened. I, I don't do singles this year. So um, I heard it as part of the album and it fit, it, it sequenced well. Um, everything about it is just Nas has, Nas is on point. Um, and when he's in the bag, he's he does it very, very well. So I would never want him to retire um, if this is the kind of stuff that he's capable of doing and um, the kind of production that he's capable of um, p- partnering up with. So mm-hmm. that's what I got. Mm-hmm. Anybody else got Nas on their, on their list? Yeah, I had, I had Nas on my list. Um, yeah. You know, so with Nas, um, what, what can I add to this? Um, I think, you know, he, um, I think I said it on a previous show, he rarely is going to give you the same album twice. Right. And that's for, for better or, or yeah. worse, right? Yeah. You know, for better or worse, and you know that kind of goes with the the up the up and down. But I think um, you know someone will always gravitate to it. Um, I think um, honestly, I I think the Nasir album with uh, with Kanye producing it, I think that was an aberration. I think there are reasons why um, it sounds so bad. Obviously, it was rushed. Um, that affected in a lot of ways. I, I, I feel um, maybe uh, Nas, if he had taken more time to really flesh out his concept, you know, and, and I say that to say, you know, Nas is such a dynamic lyricist that, um, yeah, uh, obviously he could write, it's a seven track album, you know, he could write the songs and he did. But I think if he really was able to have more than seven days to really flesh out, um, because if they did the album in seven days, he, he didn't necessarily have the seven days to write, right? Because then they have to record, they have to do everything else. I think if he had more time, he would have got better. And I think production-wise, the mastering and everything, I think that was rushed. Uh, so that's an aberration. So judging him off of King Disease and seeing, all right, he's still on this high level. Um, you know, lyrically, um, he's, he's bringing you... He's getting into more adult contemporary, which is what I liked from him on Life is Good. Um, he's kind of staying in that lane. Um, so, yeah, I'd say give, give him another chance. Um, All right. Anybody else had Nas? Yeah, I had him. Um, so, what's I just, what's your points, so I just made some quick bullets just from listening. Um, I put that his last release was solid after the Purple Tape 2. And that Nasir got mixed reviews for the same reasons Ed said, you know, I felt like he got rushed and Wait, we got what we got. Lost tapes. Uh, lost yeah. tapes. I call, I call, okay. it, I call it purple tapes. I'm sorry. No, my it's bad. okay. I'm like, wait. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Good catch. Um, second bullet I put, I think, and we talked about this too. People check for Nas so that they can see what the potential of the album's gonna be. You know, Nas is one of those people that people like to critique. Regardless of, of if the album's tight or if it's trash, they want to critique it. And then the last one I put, 
pretty much the reason for the critique. They want to see if it's going to hold up and how it holds up to Illmatic. Right. It don't matter what he puts out. It, that's that's his gift and his curse, unfortunately. Um, so that's what I that's, that's the three things that I put for Nas. All right. Um, I had Nas too. Um, he was the one MC who I kind of couldn't come up with three points. It kind of was just yeah. like he's dope. Like it kind of like that just kind of wrapped it all up. What is Kanye West's daughter's name? Northwest, Northeast. Yeah, yeah North? something like that. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah, directions to the school. Direction. Right. Okay. So I really I feel like it's only me and Northwest are the only two people who like Nasir. Like I, I know it's just me and Northwest. Just, yay may not even like it, but me and Northwest oh, like. Man. I know Trey. It's just me and a child who like that. I wasn't mad at the album. Everybody like ain't, Trey ain't that, that beautiful like, album? I kind of like it. <laughs> Kill. What you say, bro? You, you, Northwestern Beasel, right? Yeah, yeah, because me and Beasel argue for two hours, and then we both come in at the same damn bike break. Like, it, it was the biggest waste of time ever. But so yeah, I wasn't mad at it. But I think at the end of the day, he's he, he's still a dope MC. You know what I mean? And I think Hit Boy, you know, was was I didn't know what that was gonna sound like, but I think he got the great. Of course, made a great point with singles. I try not to do that now. I learned the hard way. I forgot what was the single. Kendrick Lamar's The Pimple Butterfly. It had oh, I love myself. I love myself. Yeah, I, I love myself. I heard that and I was like, yo, this shit is whack. This shit is whack, whack, whack. Oh, he did that with Pimple Butterfly too. With that, with yeah, that. Yeah, but when I heard it in the context, it felt it felt right. So of course, the same thing. I I didn't I didn't hear uh not Pitch Black. Uh, Ultra Black. Ultra Black. Ultra Black. I didn't even listen. I'm on Porsche's joint. I don't want to listen to singles. I just want to listen to albums. I know if I would have heard that as the first single, I would have been like, "This shit yeah. whack." But hearing <laughs> it in the album context, it fits perfectly. And I, I, I now I love the song. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. So I just had yo. Just the bars are still there. He still can make a good album. So I got Nas, Trey. Who's oh? You got something for Nas? Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to object. I don't object at all. Okay. Like, I'm not even close to objecting. However. It's almost like when you go to court and the judge says, yo, we're going to let you go. We're going to let you free. But I need you to do certain things for me if we're going to let you go. All right. I, I'm with that. I, I, I feel like Nas is so prolific. Like, he's one of the greatest writers of our time. He it will go down in, in the annals and in the history of, of, of hip-hop and as far as just literature. You know what I mean? Something that you can actually make tangible and, and actually open up the book and read what he says. But one of the things that I have a problem with Nas is I feel like he has to be provoked to be the best that he can be. I think he can be better than everyone, but he, he it, it, it almost like you got to poke him. It's almost like you got to poke the bear in order for him to reach that potential. Like, and I can go through periods of his album. And like you said, Eddie, his albums are different. But he experiments, which is what I like, which is what I want to see in an artist. But if you're going to experiment, to me, be the best at it. You see right. what I'm saying? And, yeah. and because, it, it, because that is your talent. Like, we expect nothing less than the best. So when you come out and you experiment and it's, eh, then even though it may be better than most, that's not just ceiling, bro. Like, you're ceiling yeah. and out of here. Right. You know what right. I mean? So I think that's that that's one of the things that I would say to Nas before we let him free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, to 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 uh, to off of that point, um, with you know all the different albums, I I think one of his issues is 
on all his albums, he always seems to want to keep one foot in the commercial music space. Like he's trying to be trendy. He's trying to, even if it doesn't fit with um, the flow of his album, like uh, the Untitled, mm-hmm. he had that song uh, Hero, which just sonically sounded nothing like the rest of the album. Um, then he had the Summer on Smash with with Beats on the Life is Good album, or, or uh, you know, he's always trying to keep one foot in that realm, and I think he needs to let that go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What but, say, but, 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 but Eddie, if you're gonna do it, my, my point is, and you're right, if you're gonna go there, then be the then then make it make it crazy. Don't right. just do it just for the sake of doing it. Like, go to your potential. You know what I'm saying? Go to your potential because there's not many people that's in that airspace. Go to where you can only go and make whatever that song is that you're saying. He's like, "Uh, no, blow it out. That's all. What are you going to say, Brian? To your point, Trey, I remember remember my my freshman um, professor at Georgia State in English. He called me in his office one day. He's like, hey, man, you in my class coasting. Like, what you talking about? (laughs) Like, man, you, you got way more in you than this. And, and he was right. I was turning in papers that I wrote in high school and just adding a little bit on to it and stuff. He's like, man, <laughs> bro, you got to give me more than that. So that's to your point. Yep. Um, I talked to my best friend today and about, because I, I was grasping that artist. And, and we ta- he talked about Nas. And he said, like, to your guy's point, he loved the fact that Nas takes chances and creates and y'all know I was famous for clowning the Algero joint. When I listened to it like two or three or four times, I was like, this one is all right. You know, because, I mean, who else has tried to do that? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I have to give him credit for that. So that's just an eye opener about Nas. Yeah. Yep. And the thing I think too, Trey, what you said about reaching your potential, I want to say, well, two points you made. One about having to poke Nas. I think it's this, I don't know if it's when you, you're the best, because I feel it's the same with Jay. I feel like Jay has to be poked to get the blueprint. I felt like they needed each other. We got the blueprint and still Matic based off of them two going at each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If these two were best friends, I don't think we get still Matic. We, don't, we definitely don't get Ether. We probably don't yeah. get him back with Lars Professor. So I feel like with both of them, even with the Jay that we got on this Jay Electronica, I feel Jay stepped up his bars because it's like, yo, I'm doing an album with the person many people are calling the dopest MC ever. So I can't coast on this. And it's like you said to that point, you've got to kind of poke both of them. They've got to be in the right position to get the best out of it. They don't have that Jordan mentality of, I'm going to find something myself to get the best out of me. Like, like, and that's the problem. And two, when you said trying to do those radio songs to their potential, I think the thing with Nas is I don't think Nas knows how to do a radio song. And you know what I mean? So it's one of those things where he's like, hey, I'm, I'm giving my best because that's not you. You know, so yeah. for whatever reason, like you said, Eddie, maybe it's I make X amount, get more spins, or I get more streams, or I make more money. Whatever the reason is, he's trying it, but I don't think he's great at it. Jay used to talk about that whole second album was just him dropping the ball, not knowing how to do that yet. You know, mm-hmm. the sunshine, and I know what girls like, and yeah, see, back. that was him back. trying to be big and him trying to learn that formula and i just don't think guys has it from the you owe me to the hero to you know i don't feel like any of his cross over songs have ever really been club bangers 
You know what I mean? Where we say look, Benji look is the only one. Yeah, I mean it's it's not I don't think it was made for it. The close, the closest one is him and Lauren. That's the closest. Oh, yeah, Bob rule the world. Yeah, that's what. I that's the closest one. Right. And, and I did not, and, I, and I did not like that song in the beginning. I just recently found an appreciation for it. Same with me, Trey. Yeah, that's right. Crazy. I just now found an appreciation for it. So I like your point, Trey. Nas, you get to keep rhyming, bro. But you know, don't show back up in this courtroom with another wack ass album. Don't, let me, don't be in front of me again, okay? I'm gonna let you go on this one, but don't, don't come back around here again with another subpar album. Trey, which one of your people that you got, man? I think we skip Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, go oh, ahead. Eddie, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, mine, um, I'm, I'm gonna go with Styles P. Um, Nice. I'm gonna go with Styles P, and uh, here, here's my argument. Um, Styles P has been one of the most consistent. I, I, I mean, if you look at MCs who uh, came out in, in in the '90s, and obviously he came out with the locks. Um, I personally feel I know uh, some people still have um, Jada Kiss uh, above him lyrically. How would you, Eddie? For me, I feel like Styles P has surpassed him. I I'm with you, Eddie. Was a popular one out the group, but uh, Styles P surpassed him. I, I think um, bars like he's intricate. Like he's the type of MC that, on the surface, what he says sounds really simple, but but he, he is intricate with his work. Yep. You know, um, I also think that um, you know, so 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 that's one thing. The, the album that he's he's dropped like he's he's really dropping a whack and and in the 2010s um i feel like it's really 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 consistent his 2020 album uh uh curb your enthusiasm album i, I can't remember the actual name um but that that was a very dope album um i think that um his versatility right he has he he, he has a foot in the street but he also has a foot in uh, consciousness as far as, you know, socially conscious lyricism, you know. So uh, he's going to school you on some things, but he's also going to talk the street stuff, too. Um, and his collaborations, his collaborations have been very dope. Um, you know, I'm not a Davies fan, but I have to check out that album with Davies, you know, because Styles P always gives you that quality. Um, the, it's a pretty dope uh, album if you haven't heard it. it's a pretty dope album yeah 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 um that that was a dope project even though i'm not a davies fan um and then uh the project he put out with styles p uh, uh, uh with a uh, talib quali i'm sorry the, the the seven a few years ago as as well was very dope um so yeah man i i think he's um he's consistent he's extremely consistent he hasn't shown any signs to me of falling off um and um yeah i mean is is his 2020 album um is that in my album of the year no but it is extremely dope you know and um if, as long as he keeps giving me that i'm very happy with it all right all right all right anybody else with styles i'm gonna, I'm gonna second that he wasn't on my list but i'm gonna second styles he's always i mean jada you know jada's jada he's unique voice you know what i mean wordplay you know, second to none. But Styles has always been, to me, the best in that group. And that's because 
his range is so underrated. Like, I think when you think of the locks, you think of gutter shit. You think of street. You think of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is what the people in, in you know, that's on, you know, that's in gym pop. This is what they want to hear. But, 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 you know, styles will feed you. Styles will feed you something that you need. You know what I mean? And, you know, just like Eddie said, man, his, his, his it, it, it seems simple, but yeah, and it, but it's not, and it's not complex and it's and it's easy to grasp but it's food it's food for thought it's food to, and and he gets into all types of subject matters you know what i'm saying like you said street social political he talks about his marriage he talks about himself you know what i'm saying he gets into personal so i, I i'm gonna second that with, with styles man master of the craft no doubt no doubt i actually had the whole locks on <laughs> my list um I agree. money power respect was 98 living off experience was 2020 22 year difference um to me the bars are still there i still think all three of them are still dope lyricists yep. uh kiss yep. his voice is his voice and the punchlines are still there yep. uh, my second point is to me all i've had and when i say successful i have it in, in quotation solo careers and what i mean by that is Porsche, we all know about top five dead or alive. We know, we know about Jada's albums, you know, album wise. We all know Jada doesn't have that album. But what I mean by, you know, which you guys just said about styles to me is successful. Now it's not successful in the mindset of somebody looking at the industry because well, how many records he sold. But the fact that you know, Styles has had 13 albums out and four collabo albums out yep. from 2002 to 2018. 13 albums of mixtapes like to me that's successful that people are still checking for you you know what i mean jada because of his verses we're still i kind of gave up on this last one but i know folk who is still hoping on a wing and a prayer for that jada solo album that's going to eventually be crazy you know um and then to me their third my third i'm i'm that person on a wing and a prayer. Oh, you, you, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm that person. I love Jada I, I Kiss. I'm on my Ben Simmons when it comes to Jada Kiss. Like yeah. you, I'm with Maya Angelou. Believe people when they show you who they are. Like Ben Simmons has <laughs> shown me who he is. I, I believe him. I I trust Jada is just not going to do it. But the I'm third with you, one I had to keep uh, for the third one that the reason why I feel they should still be allowed to still rhyme is their individual discography. Sheik has had six albums out from 2003 and 2015. Styles, the 13 or four collabo albums. Kisses had the five albums out from 01 to 2020. Um, I feel like they have enough to, and I felt like the new album was dope. Like, I mean, again, like Eddie yeah. said, will it make my album of the year? No, but I wasn't really disappointed in it. Like, there exactly. were some dope songs on there, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't feel like you need to make my album of the year or my top five of the year in order to still put out dope music. So um yeah so i had the locks with mine too um trey who's one of yours i'm i'm actually going back to the 80s man and he's still doing it and he's still relevant he's probably you know criminally the most underrated mc of all time in my opinion and that's master ace master ace is the he has the propensity to make the most creative albums we've ever heard. I agree. I agree. 
his, his, I mean, I, I, I can take the falling season. I, I'm not even going to get into the long, a long, hot summer. Long, hot summer is bananas. Yeah, that's a bit but, fall, but, but the falling season, to me, is, I mean, that's just such a work of art. For you to go back to your high school years and paint this picture of what it was like being in high school in 2016 when you're 50 years old. Like, to me, that... I'm one of them cerebral dudes, man. Like that's why I'm a big fan of Pharaoh. That's why I'm a big fan of, you know, of of, of, of Tay and and you know even Black Thought, you know, lyrically, you know. Like I'm a big fan of these kind of guys that get into the cerebral. To me, Master Ace has mastered uh, 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 being able to illustrate with words and take you like you talking about cinematic. Like that Fallen yeah. Season album is just so cinematic to me. It's like, God damn, how did you do that, son? How did you do that? You went back to high, you went back 40 years, you know what I'm saying? And captured all that shit, like, you know, from where he went to high school at with the racial right. wars and, and all that. Yeah, like, exactly. Like that shit is just so phenomenal to me. And his brother, he's, I'm 50, he's older than I am. College educated, all this other, but I just don't think he gets the flowers. Nah, he doesn't. This to me, and, and people will probably want to hang him from the cross, but to me, he has the best verse on the symphony. And that's the first time I ever heard Ace in 1987. Listen closely. Your attention undivided. Like, like, he, like the if, if you listen to that, if you go back and listen to it word for word, I, I know what G Rap does, and he's one of my top five MCs of all time, G Rap, right? I know what he does acrobatically with the lyrics. I know Kane got the one line I'll put a quarter in your ass because you played yourself. I know, but if you go back and listen to Ace's verse from top to bottom, man, ain't nobody touching that drum right there. Yeah. So Master Ace to me, and like I said, he you heard his voice in 1987, and you still continue to hear his voice in 2020. He just put out an album in 2018 called The Brooklyn Story. Yeah. His discography is crazy. You know what I mean? So, I, Ace. Nice. You know what? I'm, I'm not mad at that at all, Trey. I'm not mad at that at all. The, the verse, he, he's he's not, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't agree with the best verse, but I'm not mad at it. Because right. the thing that I quote from the symphony more than anything is, there's a sign on the door, no bite, no bite. No bite. <laughs> like I quote that before with a four in your ass and he thinks G Rap said. So that's why I'm like, I can't even be mad at it. And truth be told, this right here me is a five mic classic. This yes, it is. Yes, album yes, it is. that so yes, many people have yes, never heard. It's it, it yes. just it's amazing to me that people haven't heard this from me in the biz and Man. you know, yes. people now I mean what I even love when he did the slaughterhouse stuff because he went yes, kind of on the house coast crazy. Stuff, so he he goes yeah. up and down. I will say this, Trey, like you did with Nas. Yeah. What I do want to hear from Ace, I want to hear you spit. I love the concept albums, but I don't want another storytelling album. I just want to hear beats and rap. That's what I want to hear. Because we know you perfected that. You have gotten yeah. that down pat. I'm yeah. not even going to hold you. to The last album I popped in, I was like, oh, God, another concept album. Cool. Yeah. I, like, bro, we get it. I just want to hear some beats and rhymes. So that would be it. my only thing for Ace. Just got give it. me some beats and rhymes. We know you got this down pat, but very, very dope pick. Rack, who is one of your people, good brother? So, um, Royce the 5'9", man. Wow. Mm. Okay. He's right, he's right on the cusp of 99. So he yep. so he gets he gets in there. Yeah. Um uh, my three little caveats, man. I think he's gotten much better with time as he's gotten sober. Um, I was a big fan of Royce early on just off the potential. 
uh, has worked with uh, Carlos. Was it Carlos? July fourth, July fifth, whatever the producer's yeah. name is. Carlos Brody. Carlos Brody. Carlos yeah, Brody. I, 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 I like that stuff, man. Early on, and then he just went like off the table. Like it was like, yo, where's Royce? <laughs> and then he started coming back, started getting sober, and it was like, oh shit. <laughs> so um, I'm happy, man, that he's out. He's doing that, man. I think he's one of the most transparent guys out right now. Uh, with, of course, to your guy, Mr. Button, I think those are, when it comes to transparency, um, I don't think nobody is, is, is where they are. Um, them dudes will put they, they heart yep. on the microphone, period. So that speaks volumes. And then I put, I think that he makes quality over quantity. Um, to have been out that long, but to have this five year run that we're watching is, is quality, it's not so much the quantity, everything. It, it has its place and it's, it, it's rightfully, you know, where it needs to be at the time. So, Royce is, uh, Royce is on my list, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not mad at that. He was on yours too, Vern? Yep, I, I like, I okay. like the MC. Um, again, and see, one thing you will never see me on here doing is, is fronting like, I've, I've been down with MCs forever, whatever. I'm late mm. to the Royce game, but then started studying them. He has so many different iterations of himself. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he, he reinvents himself. And every time he reinvents himself, it goes back to what I said about Trace with the growth. You know, I want to see 40 plus year old dude grown. You know what I mean? But still dope. And he he, he, he got it in the bag, bro. So yeah, that, I had him on my list. Yeah, if you, if you, if for those that haven't heard the, that early stuff with Carlos Brody, if you go back and you listen to it, and then you listen to now, there is no, dis- you know, you, you hear the growth. There is, it don't even, you know it's the same person, but it don't sound like the same person. Mm-hmm. They're not even rapping about the same things. That Royce was telling you he was nice and he'd bar you up. This Royce is telling you everything that happened in between that, plus the shit that happened 20 years before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So right. the growth is there. I love it. Yeah. The M stuff. The I would post stuff. Yeah. What'd yeah. you say, Brian? I said you got M, the him and M early on. Yeah, the bad music right. or bad music. Right. The house stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, and you you going? I mean, he ain't going up against slouches. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. No. To so be that caliber of MC. Yeah, he's there. I didn't I have boys only because um, I looked at Rock City as his first joint was 2002. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if we want to go back to 12 inch singles, Rock, you being a DJ. I can give you three key points for Royce right now. We could just start with, and, and Rock, you said it, he's a better MC now that he's so, you know what I'm saying? Which to me, it's almost like the flip. It seemed like M got worse when he's got off drugs than when he was, and it's like Royce got better. <laughs> which is, which is mean, crazy as hell, but that's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, like you send him to rehab and he comes back and we got what we got, but then you send Royce to jail for a year, because a lot of people don't know he did a year for you know drunk driving. You know. Wait a minute, did, did the M did M get better or did the subject matter change? Uh, can we can we bring up M in the? No, no. Okay. I'm not the biggest M fan, so yeah. I really don't know. I just, I'm not fighting for him. I'm not fighting for him. I'm just I'm I'm really right. playing devil's advocate. You know what I'm saying? I really like, I really don't know. I just seem to see what other people say about M is they like the earlier M than the latter M, and to okay. me it was like, hey, well, what's the okay. change? Oh, he got, you know, he got off drugs or whatever like this. Yeah, he was in yeah, rehab for so long like that. To where Primo was saying when they did the Prime album, he was like, I really don't know what voice I'm going to get because this dude is sober now. 
So mm-hmm. I don't know how dope he's gonna be. And they said the first joint they he sent them was that Prime joint, the song Prime, um, which was crazy. I had this mixtape called Four Year on Nine Mile when he Royce had a great four year run. Like I don't think that most people paid attention to. Like he had Trust the Shooter Volume Three. He had like yeah. two mixtapes. Yeah, you put me, you, you guys put me on four that. years. Yo, and I mean, four years, like four years, Royce slaughtered everybody without even knowing. That's how like under the radar he is. Um, and then two, like he's a producer now. And that yeah. was kind of scared me for this new album. I was like, eh, I don't, bruh. <laughs> yeah, you too. You know. <laughs> you're talking about the album? you talking about the yeah, album? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he produced the whole thing. And I don't, yeah. I'm not in love with every song, but to say this is your first time producing, like, I'm not mad at it. Like, you got some bangers on there. And then, um, you know, I'm going to just go with Book of Ryan, which to me is one of the dopest albums of the past 20 years. I mean, it's the balance of everything. You know, it's bar work. It's, you know, Caterpillar with him. It's talking about his father on drugs. It's talking about the, the violence going on in his house. I mean, I think it's a masterpiece. So definitely, um, I think Royce should definitely um, be allowed um, to keep going. Um, the, the next person I'll go with is Pusha T. I'll go with Pusha T based off the fact the first time I heard Pusha was the funeral, which was 99. So again, I guess we're like right on that cusp. Um, and then Lord Willing came out in 2002. Um, but since then, he's put out My Name Is My Name in 2013, uh, King Push in 2015, Daytona in 2018, which to me, all, my, my Name Is My Name is five mics to me. King Put, to me, they're all five mics for me, but that's just me. I don't expect nobody else to say that. <laughs> to me, he's still here because the thing I love about, one of the biggest things I love about him sees is quotables. To this day, I still want to rewind it back and be like, what did he say? The way he sets off Daytona with the, you know, uh, ran off on the plug to like True Boy, like I probably were around that five times in a row. Like, yeah. How, and me and my man Mills would say all the time, how on God's green earth have you been rapping about cocaine for 23 oh, years? And you find a new way to do it every single, like, we'd be like, what are you going to say now? And he said, like, you know, the, the hood's Obama shoveling McCain. And I'm like, God damn it, he did it again. Like, it's like, <laughs> well, yo. Well, how well, well Jay, Jay, Jay made a living off of that for I don't know how many albums, too. But I'm going to agree with you because I was going to say that it, he it, Pusha goes against all, every principle that I have for an That MC. I believe in. Every <laughs> principle. And he's dope. I'm bruh, like, yo, why do bruh, I like this guy? Bruh, why? <laughs> I, hate, I, I don't like Coke rap. I don't. I don't listen to it. I listen to Pusha, though. Right, right. Yeah. It's, like, it's like that is a gift in itself to where you can be like, yo, I don't like Coke rap, but I like Pusha. It's like, I feel like we all have an excuse. Or like one person gets the excuse. I, t- I joke with my wife all the time. She was like, back in the 106 of Park days, she's like, you just gonna be watching all these naked women up in the videos, huh? Just all the time. And that's what you're just gonna do. And I'm like, nigga, do you see Beyonce? This bitch is naked. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about getting head in the back of a car getting come on her dress. But that's okay. But I look at the shot and it's like, in the world, like we all make excuses for people who we're fans of. And it's like, I, I just don't know how you do it. Then yeah. talked about it with Farrell and of course it's in a nice more positive way like how does he make songs about gun violence every album and make it different right. Pusha does the same just with cocaine and I don't know how he does it and then more than anything and we always talk about this his ear for beats is still there like yeah. you know no matter who he rocks with you know on 
King Push, he was messing with Timbaland, you know, with, on some beats. It's like his beats fluctuate, you know, and even though Ye, most people didn't like any of those seven song albums or EPs that Ye was putting yeah. out, Daytona was Daytona. by far yeah. to me, production yeah. wise, was yeah. crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that, the games people play, if you know, you know, like, Kill, listen, man, you, you hit it on the head with regards to, and th this is going to probably come up again with a lot of these MCs that we're naming. The ability for the MC to A&R his project, meaning your beat-picking skills. Like, that is a serious attribute, you know what I mean, to go along with the skill set, you know what I mean? Because we can't we can't enjoy the skill set unless you're rhyming on something that we can be like, ooh, this is crazy. So kudos to Push for that, too. Exactly. Yeah, no doubt. So, does does Vern? I know you don't fuck with coke rap. Does Pusha get the okay to keep oh, rapping? Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, listen, heck yeah. Um, so so we talked about intonation, and Pusha's a smart dude. You you know it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these coke rap dudes and pirates, I, man, bro. I know that I could sat, sit down and have a conversation with him about a whole bunch of stuff. I could tell he reads. I can tell he's studied. He's learned about a whole bunch of stuff. That's why he can he can he can master words and and play stuff around and just he's a, he's an artist, man. I mean, he, yeah. he's dope. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, have you have you ever met Have you ever met uh, Push Run? I have not. See, and and I've and I've talked to him on several occasions and had several conversations with him, and you hit it right on the head, brother. Like you listen to the music, and you know certain people may think certain things. But you can actually have a, a a conversation about a lot of shit with Push. You know what I'm saying? And it speaks to exactly what you're talking about. And that's another great point, bro. I used to tell people all the time. You can tell Push and Mouse were raised in the church because they know the Bible. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, there's enough. They, there's, there's enough stuff just floating all through there. Um, Absolutely. Push. So I def, I'm, I'm waiting for another Push album. Like always anticipate. Push was supposed to do an album with Madlib this year, and I was like. Height, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was yeah. what I was always waiting for. I'm like, if yeah. anything gets knocked out of my top five, it may be because Pusha and Mad Lib, like, yo, that's gonna be stupid. So uh we got that. Porsche, give me another joint for you. Are you done? Are you tapped out? No, I have one more that I remembered. Okay. Um this one has an asterisk, but I got common. Um, and the mm. reason for calm, and and I'll explain. I'm, my with, you, I'm with you, Porsche. I'm with you, and I'm a listen, Having calm on my list is like being a defense attorney for someone you know is guilty, and you're just trying to fight. Yeah, like I'm trying. <laughs> Hopefully, the judge is distracted, and we'll just. I got you, Porsche. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna defend him with you. Got you. St. Patrick. Yeah, this, is, this is why I'm a little bit nervous about Common because if we were doing this show pre like 2019, <laughs> I would have valid points. But we've we've kind of fast forwarded and we know what comes next and whatever. But I just want to say Black America again is a standout album for me in the last five years. And why it is is because it was released in 2016, which I think was just like a bad time for America in general. Um, that was when things were really starting to bubble and things were starting, you know, to get pretty bad. It's always been bad, but you know, you guys know what I mean. Like politically, it was just a little bit different. 
Um, and I think Calm's album came out at a really good time. It was released like November 4th. So that's like election year. That's also um, right around election time. And then he comes out with his joint. And I think that impact sort of kind of resonated a little bit. And I think that's why, um, and I don't hear people often talk about Black America again, but it's got a lot of very, very good content, subject matter. Um, he's addressing a lot of things. There's a lot of um, socioeconomic, political, politically charged um, lyrics and concepts and things like that, which I think, again, much like Trey's Glory album, um, although I, 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 I rate glory higher on a mic rating than I do Black America again, but I think it's in the same vein. Um, this one came out in 2020, Glory came out in 2020 and captured 2020's climate. Um, Black America again came out in 2016 and captured 2016's climate. And another reason is that I love Commons the Light and I feel like Unfamiliar is like a follow-up to that. And I love, I love Common in that bag, even though you guys destroyed my heart when you told me he was like a giant womanizer. But anyways, um, <laughs> I, I still hold on to the fact that he's a sweetheart and he, he kind of, um, you know, has these sweet tracks that I really love. He's like a good, he's good for that. Um, so that's, that's why I got Common on there. Okay, well, Porsche, I would like to object. <laughs> Because I have common on my list of people who need to retire. Yes, I would yes, like, yeah. Yeah. Number you. one. I'm your character. Number one. <laughs> the last album. Now, again, here's the thing, y'all. The la- And this is just for me. The last album as a whole that I enjoyed from Common from beginning to end is B. That's 2005. Okay. okay. Right. That was the year Naomi was born. She just oh. turned 15. That means it's been 15 years since I've heard a whole entire album. Now, the dream so, so, of the belief- so Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, on uh-huh. that point, so do you have to enjoy the album from top to bottom, meaning like no skipper? Is that what you're talking about? No skipper? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm leading up. Don't, this isn't my point. I'm, this is my lead up. This is my okay, lead up okay. to my three points. Okay. This is my okay. lead up. So the Dreamer Believer has some great songs. Ghetto Dreams with Nas, I think is crazy. Blue Sky was crazy. Sweet, where he's dissing Drake was crazy. Very, very good songs. Nobody smiling. But I feel like I've kind of seen it like dwindle down. Like it went from like it went universal mind control. I don't even know what that was. I don't know yeah, where Com does these weirdo <laughs> albums. Like, I don't, idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what goes on, but it was like you know black america again and then too it's the beats too like and i'm a big kareem riggins fan those two just don't make good music together in my opinion i don't think they make good albums i I listen to his let love when he's doing songs with swiss beats a beautiful revolution it's literally like so number one his lyrics are down now i hear a lot of people say that they still enjoy common which is cool but there's no way when we're talking about march getting better and trey getting better or at least being where you where you were at the best common you cannot listen to common in the past five years and then go listen to hungry and tell me honestly you hear the same bar work that you heard before like he said something on his new album i mean the first couple of lines i was just like skip like nigga are you on death poetry jam like are you spitting are you like I don't know who you want to be. Like, you got this group over here, jazz artist. Like, I don't. So, number one, and again, we can still enjoy the songs, but to me, you cannot deny that the lyrics are down. Number two, the discography has been going downhill for the past seven years. 
So again, I like to put things in terms of like children. So a girl, uh, there was a child who started college who is now a lawyer, and then during that time, Common has been a downhill spiral with his discography. Three, I don't think he's focused on MC. I don't not. think he focused at all. When he went, I, I got hyped. I got hyped when he said, "We're making this song album called Nobody Smiling." Me and No ID. We're talking about the violence going on in Chicago. I got hyped. Now, because in my mind, if Trey, if we decided, yo, if you said, "Kill, let's go do a song about the violence in Philly and everything," you know, the first thing I'm gonna tell you, Trey, cool. Where are we renting a spot in Philly to live for the next session? You see what I'm saying? You right. can't talk about the violence in Chicago while No ID is running Def Jam and you out here in Hollywood trying to make identify. You got to go to Chicago. You need to live there for at least six months. You need yes. to be at the town hall meetings. You need yes. to be at these funerals. You need to be yes. talking to the police yes. chief. That's yes. how you make that album. And that yes. to me was such a disappointment because the song Kingdom on there is incredible. Yeah, it that is. song Kingdom with Vince yeah. Staples is incredible. And when yeah. I heard that first thing, well, I said, this is it. My man is back. Because yep. don't get it twisted, y'all. Probably for a long time, Kyle was in my top 10 MCs of all time. Yeah. Okay. Man. I love Kyle. So I don't want nobody to think this is, hey, I one of my favorite MCs, one of the few MCs who was able to get off that diggity DOS effects, can I borrow a dollar, you know, style that was a fad and then bounce right back what I used to love, which may be one of the dopest hip hop songs now. You know, with resurrection, one day it'll all make sense. And, you know, uh, Water for Chocolate. This man's discography up to 2005 outside that Mama's Gun shit with Erica that produces <laughs> shit is crazy. You know, and I'll give him a pass for that. You looked in her eyes. You can't look in her eyes. Turn into this nigga talking to deaf women in the window. So that's my number four. And number four, that was my number three. Number four, the beats are just blocked. Like how this man went from working with no ID. When you listen to Resurrection, those beats, Resurrection, the remix with Large Professor, the original. Uh, now you're messing with Jay Dilla. Now you're messing with Kanye. You're, you're messing with Kanye West. I was, and we're going to do a, I don't know how y'all going to feel about this, but I want to do a solo show to Kanye. Yeah, I, I don't know how much feedback I'm going to get. We got to stop at a certain year, though. Right, I know. But 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 I was just listening to this mix I did, and I said, yo, as much as we may hate him now for Trump and all that, this man at the time was the dopest producer walking the planet Earth. Like, this man was just giving out bangers I mean, after bangers. I mean, but who can hang it? After bangers. I can because Pete Rock was still walking the Earth. I know, I know. I said, I said he could. Uh, arguably, he could have been the best producer walking the planet Earth. Because I'm just listening to beat, and I'm like, we always salute Molly for what he did to LL for bouncing back from walking with a panther. But I never hear us saluting Ye. Like, coming off of that, you know, uh, what is that shit called? I literally have forgotten the name of that album. Electric Circus. To bounce back from Electric Circus yeah. with the corner yeah. and testify yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Food, like South yo, South like we, we are talking right about right. what Ye was given South that South man. South so, South uh, South yeah. and the beats are just blocked. And again, I'm a big Kareem Riggins fan, so you know, I I kind of try to get excited, like oh, he's with Kareem. But that's not it. So those are my four points why Common should be retired. I mean, Trey, if, if you as the judge want it, I can put the asterisks on it. If y'all want to keep them going, that's fine. But nigga, I need you to stop acting. I need you to do a Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. This is what Will did. And, and when Will did an album, I forgot which one, even though the album was whack, I applauded him for doing this. He said, if I'm going to record this album, I'm going to stop acting for a year. Yes, yes. And I'm going to focus yes. on my music. 
And I said, yo, I got to take my hat off to that because for Will Smith to not act, he may lose 40 million because he was right. getting like 20 million a movie. You probably average two movies a year. If you take a year off of acting, that's what I need Common to do. I need Common to focus. I, You obviously cannot juggle. You have to just say, you know what? I'm going to focus on this album. And, and that is it. It's no acting. It's no cameos. I don't want to hear you on no goddamn IBM commercial. There's no voiceovers. The only voiceover you got is in the studio with your producer. Like, so I would have so many stipulations on comment. That nigga would be, you have to be in the same studio with your, with your producer. You cannot fly tracks nowhere. So we what, do you, what do you have, Trey? <laughs> no, go ahead, Vern. Go ahead, Vern. And we gotta pick and we gotta pick the producer. <laughs> okay. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that. Bruh, I got a hard drive with over eight, 80, 90 Dilla tracks that have never come out. So I know if I got that, I can only imagine this nigga live with them. So I can only imagine, like, dog, you don't need to get with nobody. <laughs> you know, but Dilla, if Dress can have a damn album, if Dress from Black Sheep can have an all-produced Dilla album coming out. I want to say calm can too. So, yeah. but what you got for me, Trey? So, 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 you know, if it pleases the court, your honor, may I approach Brent? You know I mean? <laughs> of course, sir. Yes, of course. Too. You know what I mean? Since since the prosecutor wants to, you know what I mean, just like take comment out of the mix totally. I'm gonna ask that we at least have my man on house arrest, or we put the device around his ankle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And the reason why I'm saying this, Your Honor, is because my man has been providing things to the culture, providing excellence to the culture since 1994. And he essentially, I guess, based off of what the testimonial, you know, the testimony has been brought before you, is that since after 2007, you know what I mean? He kind of started slacking. So you got to take into account the 13 years of excellence that he has provided to the culture and I, I i'd be remiss if i did not say that the man is highly remiss like you just walk into class and just because i swear every lawyer uses that word every movie every lawyer is just remiss i'd be remiss and i'll be remiss if i did not say that the man based off of the evidence the man was highly skilled he is highly highly skilled therefore I will take under advisement of what uh, 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 Prosecutor Kill is saying and Prosecutor Vern is saying that he should retire based on the fact that he needs to just concentrate on giving us quality albums, getting with the, the production team, teams, person, if you will, to be able to just sit down and concentrate on the music. Because I guarantee you, Your Honor, if he does that, he will give us something that we've never heard before based okay. on his skill level. So I'm asking, I'm yeah. pleading to, 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 to the judge that we do not ask him to retire, but yet put him on house arrest, put the ankle around his, uh, <laughs> around his ankle so that we can monitor what he does. <laughs> that, mofo cannot, that mofo cannot do no movies. He is, my, he is, yeah. he is in Chicago. Yeah. He cannot leave Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, you know he what? doesn't retire. You just, you, I'm with that. He, he's proved I'm the report that. to us in the past. <laughs> case, so you are right because he gave us crochet best, and then he came back with B, and he came back with uh, uh what's the one I have to be? Um, find forever. Find forever. Yeah, find forever. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. 
So there's uh, there's yeah, legal but, but, there is legal precedent. There you go. There you go. But, there you but, go. Well, well, Vern, I would be remiss if I did not remind you. <laughs> After that, we still got this goddamn United. What is this album called? The, the UMC album. Universal mind control. He's a habitual mind stepper. Like I want to say, he 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 fucked up his parole with this universal mind control too. Like we, 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 we ever put him on parole. That's the thing. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I digress. I digress. I, I digress. One more chance, but he's definitely on house arrest. There's no movie. <laughs> the other thing, man. Um, I think uh, it's something about him being in a relationship because you know uh-huh. Erica Badu led to that whole electric circus thing. Now you got what oh, Tiffany Lord. Haddish, you know, Serena Williams. I mean, they're they're they're, they're, they're doing their little uh, flower painting or, or whatever it was. Um, you know that that he posted pictures wearing matching outfits. Like, come on, man! I I, I think <laughs> I think Drake needs to sleep with his girl again or something. Like, get yeah, hold, 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 what? <laughs> Who did you say? <laughs> Who the hell? Like, what? You said Drake, right? Drake with Serena, right? Hey, Drake, yeah, right. Drake That's when we got sweet. That's when we That's got sweet. Got and sweet was hard as hell. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? Just, just, you know what? And I don't want to belabor this, Your Honor, but all these movies, this don't make no damn sense. This, <laughs> oh, damn. No. Yeah. No. Cummings, no. Cummings filmography. No, he's been in that stop many it. movies, Kill? Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yo, yeah, you talking about Nas, talking about, would Nas say you must have naked pictures of God? Common yeah. got naked pictures of God because there's yeah. no way some neither here nor there. Let's go on. You know right? So if they needed, you got you got your wish. You got your wish. If they needed a ball lightskin actor, if if they needed a ball lightskin actor, they should have just hollered at Penny. That is true. <laughs> but here's the here's the hard part that I don't know if any of the parts they're ever like, we need a ball light skin guy. You know what I mean? I think what it just is with all rappers is just like, and here's the other part, not, and this is totally off topic, but women, some Porsche, some women kill me because Commons looked the goddamn same since Common Sense. But when that nigga got in the movie, now all of a sudden he is sex symbol. And I'm like, time out, no, time out, nigga was not. That same thing. This nigga looked the exact same way he did on One Day It Will All Make Sense. And now one woman is just. Always, like I said, something about being on that screen that just can make somebody go from being a two mic nigga to a five mic nigga. Because no, now it's like common sex symbol. And I'm like, where did that come no, from? Because no. nothing changed. Absolutely zero changed. So yeah. that's that. Okay, of course, he's on house arrest. Um, Eddie, who you got next, man? Who you got next? Oh, um, I, got, I got Black Thought. Um, yeah. So. With, with Black Thought, you already know, I mean, um, all the albums with, with The Roots, you know, my, my thing for Thought had always been, you know, um, you know, the, the, the solo project, you know, um, we we almost got Masterpiece Theater, that turned into, I think, Phrenology, um, mm-hmm. the album, I, I feel like he always kind of um, took a step back for the group. Um, is, is what I understand kind of a lot of songs that would have been his solo joints you know he's like all right you know we in a contract what do we need to kind of fulfill our things you know boom but um, ly- lyricism I feel you know he hasn't lost a step I think many will say that 
um, his skill level has increased. Um, at least, um, I, I would say, um, for what he's packing in his bars, you know what I mean? Um, you know, people want to call him rapidly rap or whatever. Thought is, is, is packing a lot of food for thought, no pun intended, in his bars, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, may, may, maybe um, the, the knock on him like um kill you you had the perfect uh, when you when you had your knocks on thought like could um not not talk about specific subject matters or, or, or telling stories you know not giving you the three verses um the beautiful thing is he gave me all of that on his latest album streams of thought volume three um i think that um sean c brought something out of him um because the one with Kalam Remy, I felt like Salam Remy just like here, have the beats, do whatever you feel. Um, the, the 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 one with Nice Wonder felt like an EP. It was five tracks, it was short, you know, so it didn't need to be too conceptual. But I think the joint with Sean C shows me where thought could continue to go. I feel like Sean C unlocked something out of him. Thought got more personal. Uh, Thought gave us that song Fuel. Um, I think his best solo song of his career, um, three verses, um, telling a story, conceptual, all that. Um, so I think, you know, let him keep going. Not to mention, Thought has been killing his freestyle, killing every guest spot. I mean, to the point where um, this dude, Russ, I'm not a fan of him. He, he dropped an EP, he had a joint with uh, Benny the Butcher and Black Thought. Black Thought absolutely killed his verse. Come on, that um, Rush dude? That Rush, yeah, yeah. That absolutely killed that joint. Um, he had the, uh, uh, Black Thought had the verse on the Rock album. Absolutely killed that, going back and forth with Cyrock. Um, on, uh, what, what else, what else? On, uh, what's a homegirl from uh, Buffalo? Um, yeah his feature on her i mean he's been killing his features um the salam remy album he had like five features on that joint um so he he definitely still got it you know he's still motivated um so yeah all right no doubt anybody else had thought i he he he, i i got him he's i mean He's on, like, he wasn't in my three, but he was one of the ones that was considered in the three, just for obvious reasons that, that Eddie said. Um, but, you know, just the opposite of putting comment on house arrest, I would like to actually let thought out the house. And I think, you know, and take the, and take the ankle off. And he is worldly. I'm not saying he's not. But I think there's something that he is not unlocking. For his skill set, there's something that he is just not unlocking that he can actually tap into that could just make him out of, like, he's already out of worldly, but just can take him to stratospheres unknown. Um, and, and I think that has a lot to do with, uh, I'm not going to say it because I don't, I, I don't think he's exactly comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I think he takes chances on certain things, especially his last record. He's an artsy kind of guy, you know what I mean? Like, but you know, I know where he's from. I know where he cut from. I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know he has that, but I think it's just something else that he doesn't allow himself to do that if he did allow himself to do it, 
that it could just take him some like to you know throughout the Milky Way, and that's that's the only thing that I've got. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy, Trey? Because Thought is on my list. He's definitely on my list. Um, and what, what you said just made me think of Ben Simmons. You know what mm. I mean? And there's something, like you said, for me, Thought doesn't do something. And it's just like you said. If he did, it could take him to a whole nother place. You know what yep. I mean? Like when people say top, Thought is top five, I mean, we all have our individual list. But to me, because he doesn't tap into those stories, because he doesn't do those things, you know, that's why it's just like, I'm like, I can't give him that, you know, but if he did the same thing with Ben Simmons, if this fool would make a, take a jump shot, like, mm -hmm. dog, you, you very well could be, you know, somebody told me the other day, like, yo, like Ben Simmons is like Roger, Ron John Rondo. And I'm like, but nigga, you building the whole franchise around Ron John Rondo? No. Is he a franchise player? No, he's a piece. Whereas with Ben, he's the, the secret sauce. He's the whole catalyst to if the Sixers can win. But, Eddie, I agree with you 100%. He showed me on the streams of Fall Volume 3 what I've been complaining about for years. You know what I mean? It's 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 one of definitely one of my favorite albums of this year. I don't know if I shared the article with you, Ed, but there was an article on OK Player with Sean C. You read that? Yeah. And everything you were saying, just Sean C. wanted to bring out more. It was like, let's talk more. Let's get these three verses out. You know, all my complaints about Thought, I felt like was solved with this album. My key things are the bars are still there. I mean, the funk flex freestyle. It's 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 sad to me that that's what he's known for. For an MC that's been around since 1993 no. with Do You no. Want More, it's horrible to me that that's what he's known for. You know, it's a great thing, but it's just like, I remember the timeline blowing up and people calling me and texting me. Did you see the thought? That, nigga, that nigga been doing that for 20 years. Like, yeah. what, 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 what are you even talking about? You know, to me, the second part is he's an MC's MC. Yep. You know, MCs love Black Thought. Like you, yep. you seldomly see a MC show another MC as much love as would people show Black Thought. And then three, he's the, the same thing we said about Monch, the Benjamin Buttons. He could obviously be getting better. You know, the the longer that he's he's going on. So I, I definitely think Ben. I mean Ben Simmons, Black Thought <laughs> should be there. Um, and I agree with you that if. I don't know what that holdup is because I remember I think I can't remember if it was Stream of Thoughts two or one. He did this interview and before the album dropped, like the night before, and he was talking about his family and you know just his life. And I'm like, yo, this dude has such a crazy life. And then I put on the album wanting to hear some of that life, and it's like you just left Funkmaster Flex. Like you're still just rhyming a hundred bars a minute. You know what I mean? Like where is this at? So. The same with Ben Simmons. I don't know if you don't feel comfortable taking a jump shot. I don't know if you took a jump shot in middle school and everybody made fun of you because it was an air ball and now you're scared to do it. Or I don't know why he won't talk about it. Like, because he'll talk about it in an interview. So it's not like it's a situation where, oh, this is nobody's business. I'm private. You'll tell that story in the interview, but you don't tell it in, in your songs. And Eddie, I think he has a song in this album where he says something like, he says something to the point, he's the people I need to apologize to. Like, yep. you know, my right. son. And, my, and I'm like, bam. It's been 25 goddamn years. Finally, like, finally we're here. So I agree with you. Thought let, should definitely. Let, let, let me give you an example of what you're talking about without, you know, naming everybody that was in the room, right? So on Thought versus Everybody, right? Thought versus Everybody was done. And initially, this is just a small sample size of what we're talking about. Initially, it was just one long verse. Like, he can do that in the sleep. Like, it's just bar, 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 bar. And all it took was for somebody in that room to say, 
Yo, let's break this up. Like, we, I mean, we already know you got skills, but let's break, you know what I mean? I don't care how we do, but we got to break this up. And that's where the thought versus everybody. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just little subtle things like that, that, you know, all the time, he doesn't really, you know, pay attention to that because I think he is so concerned with, you know, what he can say, how he can say it, and how much volume and knowledge that he can share with everybody that he knows. He's a, he's an avid reader, you know what I'm saying? This guy is, you know, has, 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 has you know, knowledge based is out of this world, and I think that's what one of, you know, his his main concern is with regards to how he, you know what I mean, approaches and attacks, you know what I mean, when he gets on the mic. So it's just those little sort of things. Like, again, that's just a microcosm of what we're talking about. If you just decide to tap into certain things that are accessible to you, you could be out of here, bro. Out of you know, here. You, you know, um, you just made me think of somebody else who has fallen a victim to that. And I think he might have broke out of it on his last project. It's Elza. Like, yeah, nigga, I know you got all these these pyrotechnical lyric skills, man. But that's not gonna make a great album, right? You know, so you just made me think about that. That's exactly right. That's exactly that's right. a good joint. That's a good joint. Trey, who you got left, good brother? Um, I'm going to say, and I was and I was looking at the discography when the last one came out, and even though it wasn't you know one of my favorites it's still and it came out in 2016 but the works before that just so mind-blowing and we first heard him in 1990 i want to say and that's they lost they lost so yep 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 they lost so they can continue as long as they want to continue yep they can continue until after i'm long long gone (laughs) because to me you know uh, uh, three feet high and rising was the low point because we didn't really get to see who Daylight was until after three feet high and rising. And they'll tell you, you know, when Daylight Daylight Soul is dead, really unlocked, and it was it was named so appropriate because they they told you, look, that that John that you heard before this one, that was for them. This is who we are. And from that point on, they just continue. You know what I'm saying? I know we had a discussion with my man overseas about Daylight, and he couldn't get into certain things, especially, you know, with uh, the stakes is high. He never really liked Daylight. You know, he really heard. What? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. And I'll keep I mean, it. You know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll leave it alone, Kill. I'll leave it alone. You know what I'm <laughs> But the stakes is high, you know, was the one that not saying that he likes him now, but that was the one that was like, okay, you know, I could rock with this. But um, to me, you know, three feet high and rising, you know, it's just like the, the, the tribe joint with, 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 uh, People what was the first one? People that think yeah, I was, I'm like you, kill. I wasn't really, you know what I mean, rocking with Tribe right. until Low End Theory came. Oh, I'm gone. We out of here. But there's a lot of people that'll tell you, you know what I mean, people just think travel. Is, you know, and they had a couple cuts on there that I would rock with. You know what I mean? Can I kick it and all that? But I didn't become a, a super fan 
And so low in theory, which is, you know, my top three album all the time. You know what I'm saying? So um, De La Soul, man, I mean, they continue to you know push the envelope. They continue to be creative, innovative, uh, skill set, you know, both of them. I mean, they, they, the skill set is there. And it's unorthodox. It's almost like I put them in a class of Sadat X where nobody sounds like them. Uh-uh. Nobody. Uh-uh. Nobody ever will sound like them. And I'm right. you can't do du- you can't duplicate it. Even if you try to, you can't duplicate De La Soul. You just can't. Right. So that that's the the uniqueness, the the lyricism, the concept, the concept, you know, subject matter. I seen him rock shows. The shows are phenomenal. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I mean, they cut with a full gambit. So De La Soul. I think um, in the book, Rakim told me um, there's a chapter on De La Soul. I believe it's that book. I read a lot of books, so sometimes they get mixed up. But I think it's that book where they um, talk about uh, um, Three Feet High and Rising. And I think you're absolutely right. They allude to it kind of being like, we didn't really know what we were doing. We just kind of put that out there. And then people liked it. And then we were like, what the hell? Why would someone like that? We were just like basically playing around and then they yep, put it yep. on the album and so there's there's a lot of that kind of i think documented where de la has said that about three yep. feet high and rising where they just don't understand <laughs> how yep. that album kind of blew up the way it did just because mm-hmm. um of the way i guess maybe they were because we don't know right. their perspective right so right. We, right. we think it's like this polished perfectly put together they wanted this to be done this way but to them it was like well we just did that like they told like the label told us to do it so we put this joint on and then we didn't even know people would like it and then we're hearing all this feedback and it was like yeah so you're absolutely right they do um that has been quoted they they have mentioned that yes yeah yeah were you gonna say Brian? no so i had de la soul after we started talking i wrote down de la soul because Three feet high. I mean, they on my wall. These are my th- <laughs> these are my three favorite groups: De La, Tribe, and Outkast. Yeah, I, I, I got a new poster that I'm putting up to add to the fourth. But um, you give us Three Feet High and Rising. You give us De La Soul is Dead. You give us Balloon Mind State. You give us Stakes is High. Artificial, <laughs> Bionic Intelligence. You know, AOI Bionics. Grind Date. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, bro, that's, Friday that's, is that spot of my class that, that don't that's nobody talk crazy, about. Man. And I don't know why. So, so y'all know how I feel about anonymous nobody, but I can't. You can't do all that good in the community, and then Hell you have, no. and, and, and then you have you know a, 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 a fall in your character. I'm gonna right. give you another chance. Absolutely. I need daylight to come back because I'm like the chick on um 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 the Matrix. Not like this. You know, yes. I don't want. I don't want to see <laughs> Daylight going yes. out like that. I need. Yes. I, I heard there were rumors about Daylight and Pete Rock doing an album or something. I need. I don't care. Yes. Who, well, I do care who does it, but I need Daylight to come back. You, you trust in Daylight, brother. I, and yeah, I think yeah, a lot yeah, of that yeah. has to do with you know the whole thing going with Tommy yeah, Boy. Yeah, Tommy Boy. Yeah, you know yep, yep, Like, yep. so I think we can all trust. Yes. In, yeah, they've earned our trust. They've earned our trust. No, now yeah. while we're here, can anybody tell me what the hell Dave was talking about on Breaking Dawn? Hey, your groove with the mayor has it on the cellular, weighed 18 mil, you can still What? But it was dope. It was <laughs> dope. <laughs> you know what? I don't even care, man. Like, <laughs> my, only thing, my only thing with Daylight, and, and, and like Trey did earlier, 
I just want y'all to be focused because that anonymous nobody was a brick. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it was. And and, and I almost want to say that, that on that album, I don't know what it was, and we'll give him a pass the same way I gave Common a pass with Electric Circus. There was one song with what is was it uh Future or who who was on that album two and chains he had, had the best no, verse on it. Two chains had the best two chains. Two chains killed that. Two chains killed that. Yeah. Two I never, never thought about like walking the planet Earth <laughs> that I would say two chains had a better verse than Pass and True. And and, and I mean um Dave, and Dave. Dave. So, well, you know, you know two chains really want to rhyme like that. I, yeah, I, I know, but you know I'm just like I agree. That's good, but I I that album just I know it may have been the anticipation that that was yeah. the GoFundMe. They don't raise eight hundred thousand dollars. They got to make you a better album with ten thousand dollars. Like, yeah. I, what'd you do yeah. with the other eight hundred and ten thousand? Yeah. You made they paid their mortgage that off, shit. Man. Right, y'all paid some mortgages <laughs> off, but I got it. All right, Brett, who, who who else you got left? Uh, that's my last one, man. Trevor Smith Jr., Big Bus. Yeah, that guy, man. Yeah. Uh, he almost didn't make this list, though. He wouldn't have made he it. Almost ain't make it. Had, had it not been for 2020, Correct. He, Correct. he almost ain't make it, man. Um, I was going back, I was listening to albums, and I don't know what he was smoking for the Year of the Dragon. Um, I, I just stayed with back on my bullshit and just not release nothing, to be honest. Um, but, but. I think because of this last release, uh, he dug himself out of a hole. He kept himself relevant. Um, so I commend him for that. Um, another point, um, probably one of the most, if not the most um, animated rapper that we know of, at least right now. You know, we might can go back a few, you know, and, and play some, 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 some time or whatever. But as of 2020, when it comes to animation and putting two feet and two hands on the motherfucking song, dog, <laughs> it's, gonna, dog, it's gonna be Busta Rhymes. Dog, right. what he did on that on that tribe, um, Mobius. Yes, he, he lost his freaking mind. <laughs> I right. think that's why they performed it on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he you, you when you don't have everyone there, you have to have something of mm. substance, and he 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 brought that energy. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. you know the last album. It's a little bit too many. It's too many tracks for me, but but it's but but it's, it's typical Buster. I didn't expect too much. And I, Eddie, I'm with you. We talked about this. Chris Rock had to go. It's too much. Oh my um, goodness! <laughs> but but, but for 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 what it is right now, um, you figure out of all the studio albums and you know diligence by itself, I got to put yeah. Buster in this category. Yeah. Cause he's the I only one busted. that's been riding for Dilla like that from day day zero. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, I'm I'm going with Bust. Yeah, I, I, honestly, like if um, if his next, I mean, I I agree that album was too long, but it's like he knows what works for him on the production side. Yes, Dilla. Yes, and not yes, and yes. and whoever else. But but those two, even if it was just those two, that's all we need. I mean, that's all you need. So you need they they have some sort of it's it's this weird synergy between producer and rapper that those guys have and it's been working since you figure they've been working together since what when disaster strikes or the coming I don't know if Knotts was on the coming but I know he was on um, when disaster strikes so it's a long ass time man. it's twenty five years bus bus you continue to make albums you know what I mean you're incredible. But all I'm gonna ask you to do once you leave this courtroom, stay away from the coke talk. 
I'm with you. Yeah, leave, leave that to your artists. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put another caveat. Please don't tell us that it's an instant classic. Let us, let us tell yeah, you. Let us decide. He he did say that though. He said that on a on a on a on a on a show he was doing that he wanted people to sit and digest it. He did say that. He didn't okay, want people good. to walk around saying it was a classic. I think oh, somebody well, had talked about it. So yeah, somebody. Needed I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was after the fact, but he. I, I did watch it. and He said that he didn't want people to say that. All right, I got Buster. Lons is ninety one. The new joint, that's 29 years. Yeah. You know man, what I mean? Crazy. Even if we go with his dolo joint, the coming in 96, that's 24 years. Right. My three points, the bars, the energy, the oomph is still there. Mm-hmm. Two, the longevity, to be able to survive three decades and go through all the phases. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And to me, what you said, Rack, is so important. This new album is just Buster. Like, that was it. Like, I think when you go through all those things, remember, he was signed to Dre. He was signed to Baby. Mm. He was signed over mm. here. So you got to also keep those things in mind. Like, you know, Dre wants you to do this and Baby wants you to do the down south stuff and the other person. And I just felt like this Extinction Level event, too, was just busted. It's like yep. you said, it's not. It's Dilla. It's Scratch. Yep. You know, too many songs for me. But at the end of the day, this was just him. And, and at the end of the day, it goes back to what I said about Pusha. He still has the air for beats. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's the other thing, too. You know what I mean? Like, he still has that air for those bangers. And minimum Coke talk. That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when he was on, I forgot when, I think it was Supreme Bly and Tell, and he was talking about Coke, and he was like, they call me Coke Bay, and I'm like, Buster, yeah. Yeah. No, no <laughs> Alright, so so we got that up. Anybody else? Anybody got anybody else left? Yo, I got someone. Um I feel like Porsche's gonna give me some serious side eye for this. <laughs> uh, I got someone uh, I about to say, you know, who is I, it? I, I got someone who needs to go. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Oh and and it's Lil Kim. Lil Kim needs to go. Hmm. Is she ain't already gone? I'm not mad at that. Lil' dropped an album last year. Lil' Kim dropped an album last year. Did you say she's still here? She ain't going already? Nine or something. Nine. The album cover looks absolutely crazy. She don't sound the same. Like I think, you know, she thinks she's competing with um, all, all the young, um, all the young female MCs like the, mm-hmm. the Barb, um, uh, I, uh, I Nicki Minaj, I got you, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj and, and Cardi B and all them, but, um, she just need to hang it up. I mean, you know, cause honestly, I don't, I don't want to hear her, uh, talk about sex anymore. Huh. Um, I, Honestly, I don't want to hear her, um, you know, talk about street stuff no more because it's it's been so far gone. You know what you mean about that. I mean, the only way that it might work is if she gives something introspective. And and honestly, I don't know if she got that in her. So she just need to hang it up. Yeah, she doesn't have a perspective. I don't. I'm, I'm as the court. I'm not arguing with that. Like, yeah, I'm not arguing okay. either. Okay, as much as I love him, I'm I'm not arguing that. Well, well, since we're doing that, then somebody that needs to go, and I may I may get crucified for this, but for various reasons, is Lil Wayne. Oh yeah, 
Nah, you ain't gonna get crucified for that. We putting gasoline on that fire. Yeah, not on this group. You can call the fireman, unintended. Yeah, he got you ain't no You ain't getting no beef from me. He bought the game. He just got caught up on the gun charge. So he bought the and, and it's unfortunate that a black man got to he, he fell for the okie doke. Yeah, again, and, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. But I did just let's just bring it back to MC and the skill set. Like, I think he's still working with the same formula that you know catapulted him to the height of his career. You know, a couple quirky, catchy point line. I mean, uh, punch lines. You know, here and there, you know, showing some a little bit of cleverness. But I never could really get past once he started, you know, over, you know, using the, the, the you know, promethazine and the drug and all, like the braces and all like that. That, that I just couldn't get past some of that. Like, even though he was saying certain things that was kind of hot, it didn't cut through as much as I would have liked it to because I couldn't get past the sound of his voice. Now, you're in this mental state where, you know, and, 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 and it's almost unfortunate, you know what I mean, because of the fact that he came into this game so young and he was, you know, in my opinion, and I don't know the whole story, but misguided because he didn't have his parents, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that. He just got he, he just got caught up. He got caught up in, in a thing that he never has been. So I'm, I'm sympathetic to it. But if we're just keeping it on the surface with regards to the craft, I don't have to hear Lil Wayne, a Lil Wayne record ever again. Yeah. I, Court, I would like to please, Your Honor, throw in Eminem in there too. I never yeah. in my whole life need to hear anything <laughs> from Eminem ever again. I understand that he can jam 10 million words into one beat, and I understand that everyone's going to ride for him when he does that, but I'm over it. I don't need him to be doing any of that. I don't think anything he says is of value at all anymore. He's, if you want to talk about a downhill spiral, it's Eminem. He is just like out of control. Okay, he, but before, before we let that pass, did he, did he, did he, bear, did he 99? Eminem is 99? Is Eminem 99? Um, didn't he have one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, so yeah, there we go for it. Yeah. There we go. So, so um, I just I need him to retire entirely. Like, just never pick up a mic again. Just lock the studio. Just, just sell now, the studio properly. I agree with you. Somebody who can but I, I agree with you, but I won't hold you. I love his verse on Benny's joint. I love his verse on Benny's new joint. Oh, now, again, it's just a verse. I'm not saying he doesn't need to retire, but I'm just. I actually really like his verse on Benny's um, Burden of Proof album. But again, it's just a verse, but I have no beef with him, you know, being forced to retire. Hang it up, hang, forced to retire. hang it up, just go. Just go, go on an island somewhere with your 15 el um, well, albums. He's, he's about to go somewhere, but it ain't, and, and it may yeah. be on an island, but it may be Rikers, so he's about to mm. go somewhere, so. Who, who? With Oh Wayne, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I, actually, I'm sad about that whole situation. No, I mean, I'm I'm sad about that because, like you said, Trey, he was raised in this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like this game with the drug use and everything like that. Like to me, yeah. he's right there with the Kanye. Like instead of like badgering him, we need to be praying for him because you right. know these people are dying right in front of our face. Like you can look at Wayne and see dreads yeah, yeah. yeah. falling out. Like you can see he's not doing good. Not well. So he's, he's no, a prime example of the of a victim of the game like he was really just 
he came in the game at 13. Yeah, that's crazy. Not fit for that, yo. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Not without the proper yeah. guidance, protection, and all that. It's just not, yo. And so, yeah, man. Hey, He's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you were about to say something, Eddie? Yeah, I was going to say something about Eminem. Is that um, the only time that he seems motivated is um, with the criticism. But then the thing is, even if he his rapping um, like technically sounds good, all he's doing on the record is complaining about people talking trash about his previous records. So it's not interesting to me like that mm. Kamikaze. I think it was a Kamikaze album. Basically, the whole album was him getting back at his critics uh, because they didn't like his previous stuff. That was supposed to be an homage to Beastie Boys, right? Beastie Boys. Uh, the the cover, the cover. Yeah. Album was. They they should have sued him. Honestly, like that's just. <laughs> I don't even know. Thank you. Like, why why would you do that? <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. I love when Porsche is adamant. It's so adamant. Oh yeah. About certain things. It's it's so in it. Yo, it's he's like yo, yo. They should have sued him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, you know what I, mean? I, I I I totally agree with the M thing. Um, the only two people I have left, and this is a big asterisk, Gangstar. Um, one of the best yet. I know it was, and this was just the asterisk. So how can you do that, bro? Like there's what? a half the half of the half of the members are, are not here. Like what do you mean? Well, it, it was and, and I got and I got that down. I, because the album was dope who I expect because I know they were old guru verses that okay. Primo had to pay for from solo. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I even put down it could have just been nostalgic, because I won't hold y'all. I haven't listened to the album you since it, it yeah. dropped. Yeah. You know what I mean? So probably it was probably nostalgia. I felt like these were probably some of the best beats Cream had done in a while. And you know, it, it is gangstar. You know, and the thing is, is the wild part was, even though these were old Google verses, I felt like it felt right. You know what I mean? It didn't sound dated. It didn't sound like I wasn't like, oh, that's the old verse. He kicked on that, or oh, this sounds dated. Like if you would have told me Guru was still alive and I didn't, I would have been like, cool. So, but again, I, I put the asterisks because I know it's not technically a new album because of that. Um, my biggest beef with that album was with Nas and Kendrick because they said they didn't have time to make the album. And I thought that that was beyond fucked up. Right. That, you know, Wait, you, you didn't have time to make the album. What do you mean? That Primo reached out to Nas for a verse because the joint Diamonds, the first single with J. Cole, they reached yeah. out to Nas and Kendrick first. And they wow. both was like, I think somebody told him that Kendrick was like, well, he's kind of in his writing bag over here. He's working on an album and he he's he can't do it and Nas couldn't do it. And that's kind of how J. Cole ended up on it. And I had this whole tirade when this happened because I'm like, yo, this is hip hop fucking royalty. Because yeah, here's the thing, I, I bet feel. you if Jay and Beyonce was like, yo, we work on a new album, Kendrick, can I, I get a feel. verse? Oh, that nigga can get... He could get out of pocket to get that yeah, out. I mean, you know? I'm so and, with you on that, bro. And, and I'm so with you on Nas, that. Nas, it was the same thing. Like, yo, when Primo calls, all that Primo's done for Nas's career, yeah, right? you no, answer no. and you show no. up. There, yeah, there is no, no, I don't have time. I'm busy doing this. I'm busy doing that. When, like, that's almost like being like, yo, Barack call me. I'm too busy to go hoop. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like no, you you stop what you're doing and you go you clear your schedule. Right. You clear yeah. your schedule. So to me, I just felt like for hip hop, even even if you felt like I don't want to be part of that shit, you gonna do it for hip hop. You know right. what I mean? Like even if you like, man, I don't, I don't want to, you still do it. It's times when your mom call you and actually do shit for it that you don't want to do. 
But yep. you do it because that's your mama. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you do yeah, it because that's your cousin. You know, not to mention Primo is like the dopest, most humble dude in the entire world, and he's so like likable. I, I don't think there's anybody. I just think that is the biggest form of disrespect. I agree. I agree. I um I, honestly um I I love uh, one of the best yet. Um, I think I think it was a great album. Um, I don't necessarily want another one because a part of me feels like the quality will go down. Um, number one, because, you know, I feel like if Primo picked the best guru verses, then, then, you know, what's remaining may not be up to that level. And I also feel like with the moment, um, I think, um, it was a special moment with creating an album where, you know, you're getting, um, a certain DJ premiere. And I think without that, if you're just trying to put it together, I don't know if you get, um, a motivated DJ premiere. I would much rather hear, um, let's say if uh, he puts out a Prime 3 with Royce the 5'9", like, let's get a, 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 a Guru verse on, on Prime 3 or something. Um, I would rather hear that, um, but, you know, that's just me. All right. And the last actress that I had is not a group that's had anything out, but I believe in my heart of hearts that they could make something dope. Pete Rock and CL Smooth. I still just believe in my heart of hearts that they can do it. Um, I also agree, Thank you. To me, they're one of the dopest duos ever, if not gangstars like Pete and CL. Pete's beats have not lost a step at all. And the great thing about CL is I never knew what the fuck he was talking about, and he still has the same voice. So you can't really (laughs) fuck that up. You know what I mean? So it's not even like he's got to still rap about what he was rapping about, because I don't know what he was rapping about. So I just feel like, you know, I'm just saying, like, you can't, it's not like, oh, I'm sick of hearing him talk about this, because we don't know what he was talking about. So he still got the voice, and Pete still got the beats. We, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like we could still get it though. I feel like that could be the album. Y'all don't even gotta be in the same studio. Y'all, Pete could just send you 50 tracks. You pick the top 12. You rhyme, and and I, I just, you know, the last man standing. I, I truly believe that I would love that one more album. I, I, I listen, and I'm and I'm a, and I'll be totally transparent, man. And people that know me have known this for years, but I've actually, I, I, I've had a revelation just based off of what you said, Joe. I've never been a big fan of, of CL. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's a good brother. I think he, you know what I mean? All that good stuff. But, I, you know, musically, I've never been a fan. But now I've reconciled with it. If he does a, uh, another album or continues to do, do albums with P Rock, he provides an instrument. I don't, now I'm to the point where I don't even care what he's doing. And I just discovered that tonight. You know what I'm saying? I don't even care what he says. You provide that instrument, that extra instrument that we need that makes that cohesive piece of work just sound great. Regardless, you know what it is? It's like it's like a half and half. It's that iced tea and that lemonade. Making that iced tea with some grape juice don't 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 taste the same. You know what I mean? Because see, I was (laughs) had like what two albums out without Pete Rock, and they haven't been. I one lyric from either one of them joints. Right, it's that it's the lemonade and the iced tea <laughs> that come together and make that half and half. That that's what they could do. Uh, dope show, dope show. Because yeah, I ain't gonna have anything. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, you got two more? Oh, I ain't bad. Right. You said you got two more Trey, Who you got? I got, I got, I got Red Man and Method Man. 
At the stop. But to keep to going. keep going. Okay. Because of, you know, and in particular, meth. Meth over the last six months has been giving me verses that, you know, this dude is still highly skilled. Red too. Red too. I mean, they're both highly skilled. I'd be interested to see, you know, them work with, you know, in particular, both of them. I would like to see them get with one producer and kind of cultivate something. Uh-huh. A skill level is, is impeccable. Yeah. I would like to get them into a studio and make a cohesive sounding project, each of them. You know what I mean? Not getting different producers and not producing yourself, but going into the into the room with a with the premiere, whoever, P Rock, whoever, and coming up and, and cultivating a, a cohesive project. But both of them are still highly skilled. Yeah. Shit, Red sick behind the boards. I don't know why he don't produce himself. I'm right. not. No, you said who? Redman. He's produced a lot on those albums. I don't see why he doesn't put some of that. I'm with you, Like I, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I've never been a fan of Red behind the boards like that. Uh, he's cool. And I don't know about it in, in 2020. But I like what you're saying, Trey, because to me, neither one of them, in my opinion, right now, can hold down a whole album. Dola. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? In my opinion. But mm-hmm. the verse that. Meth had on Conway's Lemon Lemonade or whatever oh, that yeah. shit is called. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Still Even the little battle that. rap he did with the dude, the little battle I rap thing he did was crazy. I so I do think that would be dope to get two people who work great together and may not be able to hold down a Dolo album right now right. to come back together and do something. I think I think that would be dope. I, I would definitely, like you said, based off of one producer and not just trying to grab whatever track is hot at the time, but. Doing a buster, doing a buster, knowing who yep. you work with, or if that's Rock Wilder or whoever that is. Thurman or whoever, yeah, yeah just you know, whoever that is, but just yeah. locking in and going, you know. So, mm-hmm. and then who's your next one? No, those, it was just those two. Oh, it was those two. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't even be mad, and I don't want to say Risen because we haven't heard anything of Risen in a while. But what I always loved about the Black Star album was how. To live brought high tech his producer to the table and met most death brought sean j period his producer to the table and they kind of just like did the album together i would love something like that if rizzo was still in his bag and Keith sermon was still in his bag i think that would be uh would be an, uh, incredible incredible album incredible album dj rex one let them know where they can get at you man you ain't been around for a while hey, man so, so first things first man first things first the squad is here. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all know behind the scenes what's been what I've been dealing with, and I appreciate y'all. Real shit. So uh first show back in a few months, man. I needed to take a break. As we say in the army, I had to take a knee, man. Uh mm. health is wealth, mental health is wealth. Make sure you take care of both. Um, so I'm back on the radio, 98.5, blazing hip hop, uh Denver, Colorado. It's Friday nights, Saturday nights, nine to ten. Um Texas Fleet Radio, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. And I'm probably going to push the album back to January or February release date. So that's what, what I got album? going on right now. Beats. What album? Beats. Okay. My, I, I, it's okay. done. It's done. Everything is done. I was going to release it in the, this fall, but with everything going on, I just, I said, you know what? Let me just. <sighs> so once I get situated in the next uh, 60 days or so, I, I'll let it go. All right, that's what it is. Trey Lee, next Friday is the big day, Black Friday. Let them know what's going yeah. on. Oh, man, Black Friday is a great day, man. We got uh, 
Glory being released on all streaming platforms. Um, of course, everybody right here knows that we've been listening and rocking to this album since July 31st. It's been, you know, released on, you know, my platform solely, TracyLeeMusic.com. And for those that want to get it right now, you can go to TracyLeeMusic.com or go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash TracyLeeMusic. However, we're releasing this Glory album nationally and internationally on 11-27, Black Friday, next Friday. We are releasing Glory on all streaming platforms. Just basically because we've given the core and the bass enough time to soak it up now. And we will be doing the, the album a disservice if we did not putting out for accessible, easily accessible for the masses to get to. So therefore, you know, Black Friday, be prepared on all streaming platforms. Glory produced by my brother um Ojez coming out midnight. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm money back. I'll give everybody their money back. If you purchase it, I'll give you your money back if you don't like it. That's just how, you know, confident I am in this album. It's, it's, it's bananas to me. It's my best work, period, point blank. But in addition to that, we got the merch coming out on Black Friday, you know, on TracyLeeMusic.com. Uh, we just released a new jacket, you know, dedicated to, you know, it's called the Black House. It's called the Bison House, should we say. Um, you know, it's kind of, you know, dedicated to, you know, the vice president-elect, you know what I mean? To the vice president-elect, should I say. We have the vice president-elect in the White House. We're turning it into the Bison House, you know what I'm saying, Kamala Harris. So we got these these hot jackets that match with uh, the TV Lee sneakers. And then we have one more in the bag that we will be announcing either on Sunday or Monday that will be coming out on Black Friday for pre-orders that I will not say just yet. <laughs> but that's icing on the cake to everything that's gonna happen on Black Friday. It's all symbolic, you know what I mean? That's Tracy Lee. So while y'all are out there camping out for the new PS5s at midnight, you can have some good music to keep you warm from that there cold night. As, as much as I want a PS5, nigga, I'm too damn old to be sleeping outside <laughs> for nothing. So God bless y'all, because I'm but but Black Friday, that's what y'all need to be checking for right there. Um, Eddie, give him everything good, brother. Yo, man, um, on Twitter at EddieD80 and on Instagram, Eddie Got Soul. All right, Porsche. Everybody, <laughs> the neighbors so should know. She hates Drake. She loves Troy. There you go. <laughs> um, it, on Twitter, it's at Cherche Love Porsche. That's All right, Vern, you already see me with the merch on. Vern, the, lo- the loan closer. Let them know where they get at you. If you're looking it. for that house out there in Georgia, man, where can they get yeah. at you? At Instagram, at Be The Lone Closer. Twitter, V Channel 10. Appreciate the love, man. This is dope. Uh, hey, get at me. All right. Before I even say anything, let me just say this. Anybody who we said you don't need to be rapping, it, it's no hate. It's no disrespect. You know what I mean? We just some folk. This is just our opinion. Everybody don't love my beats, and that's cool. No. Like, it's no, it shouldn't be no... Oh, right. now we mad at Trey or we mad at kill, fuck kill. I don't want to come up. <laughs> I have no empathy or sympathy for none of them. I've been going through that since my whole entire career. So, you know, you feel I, I, I feel you, you brother. Man. I feel you. I'm just saying because I, I just, everybody is, is, is no diss. I don't want, Chuck D, you are my hero. but You, are, you already know, man. And I, you right. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm gonna just leave it at that. Y'all know it is with me, Kill889 on Twitter and IG. 
Brand new beautiful murder by R.J. Payne, produced by yours yes, truly. Go yes, out there yes. and y'all G's new album back to the basement. I produced yes. Della Don on that yeah. joint, um, and then me and Jay La Musa. God, uh, still have our album out. Um, surviving the times. This album busy. I am. I, I don't forgot the name of project. So get all that stuff. We'll make beats for food.com. All of this up there. I will check y'all next week, good peoples. Yeah. Peace. Yo.